Hi, and hello, listeners. Uh, this is your host, Tyler, of Middle Class Film Class. Along with me are... I'm Joseph. I'm Peter. And uh, this week, we are reviewing Danzig's directorial debut, Erotica. Mother. <laughs> That's the most we can play without getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer for this movie doesn't warrant a... Uh... A pleasurable listening experience. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it, he kept, he keeps it close to the chest, uh, you, with good reason. You want to go and get, we'll a, get into that. You want to get a feel for what the movie's about. Just watch it, and, <laughs> or or imagine in your head what vampire porn looks like, and it's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I am really excited to talk about Veronica, and actually, this is going to be a special episode to where we do commentary this yeah another full uh, length of commentary yeah Yeah. and and i highly recommend that you watch this movie while we talk about it uh watch it first and then watch the commentary so you can have like a funnier effect anyways (laughs) um uh now's the time uh, now is the time are y'all ready kids yes sir i sir i can't hear you (laughs) it gets me every time i sir How's the time for Gab and Chatter? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it gets me every time. Every time I listen to it, it gets me. Uh, so uh, we're going to kind of make the news uh, segment quick because uh, we have... We have special to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we have a... a, a call it a quickie review. Um so- Tyler, you're going to do news, and me and Joseph are going to yeah. They're 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 opting out of the news segment, Uh, but I have some news that is so compelling that I had to talk about it with you guys. And uh, first and foremost, um, Fortnite (laughs) presented Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite presented the new Tenant trailer Mm -hmm. uh, by Christopher Nolan. Yes. Um. So, few things. One. (laughs) (laughs) One. I think Christopher Nolan is like desperately trying to like get to like a new audience. So he's like, "Well, what are the kids playing tonight? Uh, <laughs> Fortnite? What what's a Fortnite? If he could, uh, anyway, if he could advertise on Pokémon, he would." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it didn't That's the thing I was thinking. I was like, it didn't matter what medium it was. I think he just like read the, like the like he like Google searched it's like literally what are the kids playing right now? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Fortnite came I, up first as I, the first result. I follow the movie page on Instagram and the day that they this event was happening, uh they posted about it and when I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw it, my initial reaction was No! <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes, because you had a negative reaction. I to was it. like, "This is bullshit. This is no way Nolan is involved in this decision." <laughs> it did seem it did seem a little weird for Nolan to make that decision. Like he's he's the only only like major filmmaker who said, you know, we're not going to postpone our release date. We said July what twenty seventh or nineteenth seventeenth yeah July seventeenth. That's it. Damn the coronavirus. <laughs> we're releasing it on July seventeenth. You're gonna see my movie. Well, I mean. We brought it. I think I brought it up a couple of weeks ago, talking about Tenet being the first like post Corona, like summer blockbuster movie. So yeah, there, yeah it has. Right. A, it's under a lot of pressure to become a box yeah, office for sure hit. Which, sure. which, like, foregoing the Fortnite, like, like putting that Fortnite bullshit aside. Yeah. Um, 
It was, you, you shouldn't have, I mean, I, I, I logged on and checked it out just to see, and they played an interview with uh, John David Washington, who plays the lead mm-hmm. character in the movie, which was kind of cool, but it's like, didn't give me any more information about the movie and the trailer itself yeah. just raised more questions for me, which I'm re- like, I was really happy with. <laughs> And here's the other thing about that trailer, too, is that it didn't give a release date at the end. All it said was, coming, dun-dun, two, dun-dun, theaters, dun-dun. Like, he's, like, like totally against the idea of releasing it on a streaming, or video on demand, I should say. And I thought... He's fighting that in a big way. He he has has known... He's ex- uh, for yeah. stating that he's against like Netflix he's only ex- releases or streaming only release. I mean, Scorsese are in a hot tub, just I think pissed Steven, off yeah, about I think streaming Steven services. Spielberg was also in that. He's like, it's not a real movie. It's really? not. But Scorsese really. finally did it with Irishman. That's true. Yeah, he did. Nobody would want to sit in the movie theater Netflix for three and a half it. hours anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, haven't we seen this before? Isn't this Casino? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I just kind of I wanted to, um, you know, kind of put light on uh, Tenant, which, uh, by the way, I still don't know what's happening with that movie, much okay. like Inception. I if I if I would have missed every trailer going into it, I would be perfectly happy. Just as yeah. I'd be yeah. just as hyped for it. Yeah, yeah. it's plus, a Christopher Nolan movie. Plus, who plays Fortnite anyways? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's a kids game. Uh, uh, Jim Abrama on PSN if you want to <laughs> it's underscore Pete with four E's in the middle PSN thank you anyways but having said that I am extremely excited for this yeah movie. we're I think we're I think <laughs> I can speak we're all excited yeah. for this movie. I will be going to the IMAX premiere in my hazmat suit yes um, when you get one of those inflatable T-Rex uh, suits yeah. with, a, with a Tesla grade uh, air purifier built into the <laughs> air blower yeah uh, and then uh, the second uh, news piece is is that uh, they are releasing the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which for all of you DC fans, um, all twelve of you, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the all twelve descri- uh, subscribers to the DC, DC streaming universe. service. <laughs> um, they're releasing the Snyder Cut, which, if you're not familiar with it, there was a huge, uh, I wouldn't say petition, more just like there was like internet fan, fan, was activity. fans uh, rallying together once again to yeah. get something out of people in power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, for context, uh, uh, rest in peace his uh, child who uh, committed suicide while. Zack Snyder's Justice, child Zack Snyder's, yeah, yeah, one that's, of his kids killed really? him. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. That, that's why he stepped back from the movie. And then I can't remember. Who who uh do you Joss got? Wheaton. Oh yes, that's okay. Joss Wheaton. Of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. I, I was th- I was thinking yeah. of Paul Fe- in the Woods. And Firefly. I was thinking of Paul Feig for some reason. I will say I real real quick uh, a brief um disclaimer for the audience. Zack Snyder is a very uh polarizing filmmaker. Oh he, yeah. He, yeah, he's uh he was the director creator of Three Hundred, also Sin City, Watchmen, Watchmen. He's got a very no, like. He didn't do Sin City. He did, I'm pretty sure he did. It was yeah, Frank Miller. No, Frank, Frank Miller Miller's was the, the story who came up with. This. Oh, he directed the second one. Uh, Frank Miller directed. I'm pretty sure he directed the second one. A Dame to Kill. Yeah. He's a comic book writer. Anyways, we don't need to get I gotta, that. I got to well, add that to my uh, sequels <laughs> subtext, subtitle list. A Dame to Kill. A Dame for. to Kill, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Zack Snyder's got a really polarizing audience because he he's like an 
ultra like visual director. Mm-hmm. Terrible uh, but, writer. Oh, uh, Sucker Punch also. Oh yes, uh, the it, it was uh, and Men yeah. of Steel. Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, yeah Man of Steel. Uh, so if Batman any, v Superman. If any of those uh, movies tickle your fancy, uh, go on HBO Max and look for the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. In 2021. Yeah, yeah 2021. It's it's supposedly t- it's to be, like, uh, episodic in a way. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be in parts, hmm. um, which I think that's a really good idea because... I still have yet to watch the other cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not familiar... I, I don't watch DC movies. I want. Um, I would like to watch it because I've heard like better. Very I've, heard, I've heard better things about Justice League than like Aquaman or Man of Steel or, 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 or BVS. Or, yeah, oh yeah, Batman versus which Superman. which BVS? Like I saw. I think I, I think I saw it in theaters. You saw that movie in theaters? Wow. Or maybe I did. I can't remember. But I saw, I saw it, that's how forgettable it was. I mean, it was. It was very comparable. Batman was like. <laughs> brutal in that movie well yeah he was murdering he was fucking murdering people which is like i've only seen which is like anti-batman which is batman and nolan is like no guns yeah like (laughs) yeah yeah so anyway so i i think yeah (laughs) so uh i thought that was interesting that the collective internet forced hbo's hand to uh release the Mm. uh, snyder cut and uh, they're putting 23 million dollars really to make this work yeah like it's just editing well well because they have to render like all the like i heard they're changing out uh they're gonna change out the superman stash they're gonna they're gonna fix it somehow remedy it you oh, know, I'll, they're I'll, gonna re-CGI that. Maybe they'll just make it look better. I don't know. Oh so, God. so they're putting a lot of money into this, and I think it's just because they want HBO Max to be on like the same level as like Netflix. What is HBO Max versus HBO Now versus HBO Go? You know what? No one knows. No they, one they knows. built a supercomputer to figure it out, and they still don't know. I know yeah. HBO no. Now is just a streaming service that anybody can subscribe to. HBO yeah. Go is an addition to like your cable service. HBO yes. HBO Max, they send you Red Bull, and you have to drink one before you watch. They send no, they send you Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I want to. I want to. I want to subscribe to Netflix Crystal, where they send you Crystal Pepsi. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can drink bring back that. Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. If you, if anyone knows anyone who works at Pepsi, please bring it back. I had it only twice when they re-released it yeah. um but so speaking of which we have a new sponsor surge cola surge. <laughs> the green soda that's their <laughs> official slogan it's available at burger king well, as uh, long as we're talking about snyder i will say that watchmen is one of my favorite movies visually really? it's really? striking yeah um the writing the writing uh for watchmen it was all laid out because it's watchmen, literally the, panel by panel except the end of the movie yeah the 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 um which the, the end of the movie it, the end of the movie because end of this com- the graphic novel is way different, but very the, different. But the effect, the result is still the same. Yeah. Any yeah. movie that has um, Billy Crudup swinging blue dong in full view, <laughs> it, it's got it's got a pass. <laughs> Any like movie that A plus for me that scores a Philip Glass. Uh, yeah, dude. And there's a gangbang is, scene in there awesome. too. Oh yeah. I don't remember <laughs> a much. Doctor Manhattan gangbang. I don't remember <laughs> much of uh, Malin Ackerman. Yeah, I don't remember much of the Watchmen, but it's. I think I might go on my watch list because it's really. I mean, I have I visually. It's it's a very appealing. Visually. I have a like the a director's cut Blu-ray of the movie, and like I watched That's it a while ago, and it was. Yeah. I didn't realize it was three over three hours long. Yeah, 
yeah, it's long. So anyway, so that that's all the news I had. I I just wanted to for our listeners to know like what we thought about those uh, items. And so now uh, I I guess we'll go into streaming picks. But oh no, wait, no, 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 oh wait, wait, we have wait. we have something to talk about. Yeah, we'll get into streaming picks. There's an that'll ele- be the last thing we do. There's an elephant in the the room. There is. So yes. So we kind of made this an ongoing. Uh, <laughs> thing yeah. bit uh, with a movie called The Greasy Strangler. Oh. First, okay, here's the saga. Tyler watches it. I did. He stream picks it. I did. Pete watches it. Mm-hmm. He uh, with is our producer with Justice. Tyler. And I have uh, I have some sound bites I'd like to play. But go ahead, finish. Um, and yeah, he uh, he was unhappy with Tyler. He offended Justice <laughs> Justice's uh, family. Yep. Um. <laughs> And I said that in a joking matter, okay? I, I didn't expect our producer Justice <laughs> to watch it, but they you're, he, you're he on. forced him, forced his hand, made him sit and watch the Greasy Strangler, which yeah. uh, I I thought <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch the sarcasm in that comment, and I thought you really wanted Justice to watch it. And Justice is most of the time when I'm watching my movies, he's he's in the room, mm-hmm. whatever weekly movie we're watching for the show, <laughs> he'll be there watching it, and then. You know, I'll tell him. He does. Ju- he, what a trooper. I know. What Ju- a trooper. Justice is, uh, Producer Justice is also the pioneer of our YouTube channel. So <laughs> yeah. go, go yeah, to YouTube, a- look up Middle Class Film Class. It's basically just an audio file if you don't have access to a podcast player at like work or whatever. And you can yeah. uh, listen to YouTube videos. Um, but here is the um, first instance of the Greasy Strangler on this podcast. Episode 32, <laughs> Nightcrawler. <laughs> It is a true streaming pick in the sense of the word, very sense of the word. Uh, it's called the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> you guys have heard? No. You guys ever heard it of sounds, the Greasy, greasy sounds, Strangler? You guys never heard of the Greasy Strangler? I can't strangler say that before. I've heard of the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> it sounds like a SpongeBob uh, reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so. So that's that's the first the first instance. And Have you guys heard of the Greasy String? <laughs> you almost sounded surprised like we never heard of it before. So um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Okay, I so <laughs> I finally watched it last week. Yeah, we everyone's watched it in this room finally, and, and I expect to I get think, my asshole ripped apart for okay. even no, mentioning. No, 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 this. no, no. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> no, not at all. I think I think Pete had an appropriate response to this movie. I think the people that made this movie should go to jail. <laughs> I said that, that there should be a special MPAA rating for movies like this. It's uh, because of this movie. I'm now going to marriage counseling. <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh yeah, Deanna watched it with you. Yes, Deanna watched it with me. I, unfortunately, I, I can't insistence. even believe you would show that to your sweet wife. <laughs> This, I didn't. I didn't this, force this, her to stay there. This you know, um, this dirty, dirty movie. If Stanley Kubrick was alive today, <laughs> and he was making The Clockwork Orange, this would be the movie or the footage from this movie that would be shown to people who have a tendency for violence with their eyes pried open, strapped to a theater seat. This would be the movie. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, in, in so so did you like it? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Okay. So let's get into it. Uh, so obviously you weren't interested. Um, so it was a very interesting movie. I'll give it that. But yeah. it was not fun to watch, and it felt like a three-hour movie. Yeah. It maybe more. <laughs> it's ninety minutes. It's streaming on Amazon. It's it's like a train wreck. You're watching it and you're like, what the? F- what am I looking at? Why is this? Why is this broadcast anywhere? It's it's t- finance it, this movie. It's <laughs> yeah, it's Tim and Eric, um, but made but by, it's not made, Tim and Eric. It's Tim and Eric made by a sociopath, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know what's next for these filmmakers. <laughs> what it was, it was what? weird. Because I'm not it, looking forward to it. Was it was played at Sundance, wasn't it? It was accepted somehow. It was accepted into Sundance, and people on the minimal criteria. People walked out of the theater. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, yeah. Read, I read an article about it. People walked out of the theater like visibly upset, but they also yeah. walked out of like the house that Jack built, and that was an ultra dark comedy. Everybody thing. walks out of everything at con <laughs> or pass out. Everybody walks out of a Von Trier movie. Um, I know yeah. for real. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's full frontal male genitalia. It's fake. Yeah. it's not yeah, I real. It was used very gratuitously. It's very <laughs> yeah. It's 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 it. But it's still there. They are naked. You see a a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> they even describe a situation as as a as the where you see the instance where you see the old man's butthole. But a different time when he did the exact same thing, where he flung his legs up in the air and <laughs> tried to fart, but instead a little turd shot across the room. And about to have the hardest boner right now. It was oh God. I like if if the if if nauseous was a movie, <laughs> if, if nausea was a movie, this would be the. Movie. So Tyler, do you like this movie? Yeah, I I, I do like this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think it's entertaining. You know, like yeah, it does feel long. I I'll agree with both of you that it does feel like it goes on a lot longer than it should. It's it's um, it's like it's the repetition of the of the jokes. It's just like it, they're just like hammering it in your fucking skull. Yeah, like hootie tootie disco cutie hootie tootie disco cutie hootie tootie disco cutie. I mean, to preface this though, like I have a really weird and dry sense of humor, so that kind of tickled that bone when I was Porto. watching it. Porto. 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 <laughs> so there's a I want to play a clip real quick. This is um this is one of the favorite phrase that's uh, uttered in um a greasy strangler. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshit. Bullshit. Bullshit artist. <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't think... Bullshit. I, I, Bullshit artist. You can talk. Bullshit. Go ahead. I'm having this goes for a while. Bullshit yeah, so... Bullshit yeah, I think this is a self-reflection of, like, how they're making the film as they go along. Is Bullshit artist. It's like a complete... Like, should a movie just be done? This type of movie just, like, by the seat of your pants? Yeah, well, I think I think it's just really, but it's really more just a self-aware movie when they say those jokes. Like it, like recognizes the absurdity. But I think the movie, like, like they're still saying it by the way. Yeah, this is not, and none of it is being repeated. It's like different. This is all different scenes. These are all different parts of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that there were le- there were a couple legitimately funny moments 
where I like where the joke landed with me. Yeah, I thought that I thought was actually funny, but aside from like all the like the bullshit artists, the the old man, all prosthetic dicks, old men buttholes, like I mean, the guy had a micro penis. Yeah, prosthetic. One one of them had like a comically large like like sweet potato shaped penis. Yeah, and the, and the looked other like was, you buy it from like a porn shop like in the Midwest or something. It had an interesting like, story between the three like lead characters: the uh, sure. Big Ronnie, Big Braden, and yeah. uh, the woman. I can't remember her name. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It was an int- <laughs> it was it turned into a, like a love triangle kind of situation and but the end of the movie was just like they came out of nowhere. I was too. like what what? Like at least wrap it up, you know, you're just like throwing everything away now. You just Well, that kind of speaks to the absurdity of the I gu- whole movie. I guess, but I we invested I invested like 90 minutes into this. I wanted a co- concrete concise ending to it at well, least. It, it's more just like a comedic stunt. It became like a movie. weird sci-fi fantasy i i don't know different i don't know what i i had no idea what was going on i uh i definitely you said on the the first episode when you reviewed this and you recommended it to us and and our our poor listeners um, (laughs) stay away from this movie you said that um you had you said a lot of things about that but you did say that it was uh Time before your life, before you watch the Greasy Strangler, and a time after. Time after, <laughs> yeah. There, and, I, and I'm in, I'm living a, in the post Greasy, the post GS state, <laughs> and I don't. I'm not. I'm not happy with how my life is going since then. <laughs> no, my life could have been better. I know. Ever I, since I watched this movie, <laughs> haven't had sex again. <laughs> I know. My wife won't even look at me anymore. No. <laughs> well, I okay. Well, it's not for everyone. I I can admit that, and. When I recommend it, I, it's very with an asterisk. It's well, like if you are into that absurd kind of comedy, like extreme absurd, like even more extreme than Eric Andre or Tim and Eric, like they they like toe the line, but the Greasy Strangler, like it goes way like over, like it moves goalposts. Yeah, it does. Like, well, I mean, we've heard our opinions on it, um, but um, we want to bring in a, a, I guess, a fourth opinion. We've mentioned Adam Murphy on this show in the past. Adam Murphy puts on a yeah, uh, yeah big fan. Yeah, we're all big fans. Of Adam he he puts on this uh, a movie night at the Red Museum here in Sacramento one night a month. It's a free movie viewing experience at the uh, artist space known as the Red Museum, uh, R Street, right? Sometimes yeah, uh, no, it's on S uh, Street. N- no, <laughs> that's where I live. U Street. <laughs> it's on D. Oh, okay. Um, one of those letters D or C. I think it's on C <laughs> C and fifteenth. So yeah, uh, the Night at the Red Museum, look it up on Facebook, it's an event, and they watch cool movies like uh, Zardoz, and... uh, Zardoz, and Sleepaway Camp, mm -hmm. and Sorcerer. Oh, Sorcerer, I remember. uh, uh, William Friedkin's Friedkin's Sorcerer. And I I think one of the best uh, times that I had at the Red Museum movie nights is when they... um, Showed Nosferatu with a live, live with band. a music. Venetian veil. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that was really great. I, I, I had a great time there. And so, so the so Adam Adam is a movie movie aficionado. He tends to skew positive towards the lesser known movies and a little bit more of a campy movie. Sure. And uh, he is uh, going to join us now on the podcast. Yeah, for the first time, episode uh, thirty eight. Hey, fellas. 
What's up, Adam? Adam. How you guys doing? We're good, man. Good. Welcome we're, to the show. We're in the midst of hey, uh, discussing the Greasy Strangler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we wanted to know what, what, your, what your opinion is. You've seen a lot of movies, good and bad. You've seen the campy. You've seen the new and the old. And what's your takeaway from the Greasy Strangler? Um, well, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but it you know i mean it's hard i mean it's obviously meant to be off-putting right yeah for sure so right so it's like is it are you supposed to not like it <laughs> yeah is that the maybe, goal I, maybe so that's that's what i was thinking i thinking it was like a uh more of like a comedic comedic like art project to where like it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable it's supposed to not you know it's supposed to like give you these feelings of nastiness (laughs) (laughs) oh for sure yeah i mean i i don't gag a whole lot and that movie made me gag (laughs) so yeah um but but at the same time i don't find it funny really i didn't find Mm, it i didn't find much humor in it either to be honest no, like oh, so. I, I'm I'm really the only one in the camp of favoring this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's an experience, and I feel like if you want, you know, if you're into watching like crazy uh, off the wall stuff, I think it's worth watching. But it's hard to recommend to just your average, you know, you'd have viewer. To, you'd have to get to uh, know a person. Um, yeah. And yeah. before you would recommend this movie, this isn't a first date recommendation. No, <laughs> unless you don't want a second date, right? Exactly. Like, hey, you want to on... watch a movie? Uh, I, I got this uh, uh, Blu-ray, uh, The Greasy Strangler. You ever heard of it? <laughs> oh God! He, uh, imagining somebody owning that on Blu-ray. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Mm. Um, Adam, yeah, you can almost feel the grease. Yeah, Adam. If you were to if you were to recommend uh, a person to watch this movie, what other movies would you expect them to enjoy? Gummo. Yes. Oh, oh okay. good. Good parallel. Um, I, I, de- I described it as Gummo meets Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's a damn. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's why like he's a aficionado. With like a little uh, John Waters. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely got yeah. a John Walter, Wa- Walters, John, <laughs> John, John Waters, Waters uh, uh, inspiration. John Walters. Yeah, John Walters. <laughs> um, no, that's that's a uh, that's a pretty good parallel there. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch much a gummo out of it, but now I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's gummo was a really I mean, gummo was one yeah. of the first movies I ever watched that was like the fuck is it i was too young for gummo for sure when i watched it but yeah you know it's it's that and kids i watched in the same week as a child and i was never kids? the same yeah kids <laughs> how old were you oh god 14 i know yeah. it's a coming of age story to be fair it really mm, butterscotch that'll, that'll give you a warped perspective <laughs> yeah, god. Uh, yeah 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 uh, I mean, did yeah, you I mean, did you enjoy watching the movie, or were you, like after you like watching, you're like, oh my god, like why am I watching this? Well, I mean, the first time, so my the first time you've watched it multiple times. I well, so I started to watch it, okay. and I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't even get that far. I was just like not prepared. 
<laughs> just not in the uh, right mindset. You're just like, oh, what the fuck you, is this? You I, skipped I, I, church that week and you thought God might not forgive you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know if God will ever forgive me. <laughs> but uh, no, it just it wasn't it wasn't gelling at the time. You know, I was like, no, yeah. I don't want to watch this. And then I watched. I finally. I was sick though at the, when I watched it. Oh. Yeah, so I was sick at home. Uh, my wife and kid had been sick, and so I got sick. And uh, yeah, and I, I just, I just, I, it didn't make me laugh. It did, you know, there were like things about it that I appreciated. I liked the special, like some of the makeup effects are pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, like the eyeballs popping out, and the uh, <laughs> the part where he, the first part where he punches the guy in the face. Oh and yeah, that was just a pancake. Yeah, that, that actually made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I did like yeah. the I did like the the part the the running joke that he went back to the car wash to get cleaned off every night. Yeah. Oh yeah, from the yeah. grease. That made me With laugh. The blind guy because they keep cutting back to the same shot of him screaming as the ah! yeah, as the things are spinning on him. But um, yeah, did you did you? I mean, look, there's there's great gags for sure. Yeah, did you look down sixty minutes into the movie and realize your your fist was clenched so tight you're bleeding? <laughs> that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so angry it was, was more, it. it was more like I was just trying to figure out like why <laughs> <laughs> of all the things you can do in the world they choose to do this oh, a bunch of people yeah that's funny and the dicks just the dicks and the, <laughs> the dicks and the buttholes and the buttholes yeah. apparently um, Michael St. Michael who played uh, the dad big apparently Ronnie. he was very disappointed yeah big Ronnie apparently he was very disappointed that his butthole wasn't um, more directly <laughs> featured. Oh my God, Ronnie Saint Ronnie. Yeah. I wonder if we can get him on the show. Let's give yeah. it a shot. Michael gonna, Michael oh, Saint Michael's. Man. I'm gonna reach reach out Michael to Saint Ryan, Michael. Yeah, I'm gonna reach out to Michael Saint Michael's uh, people and see. What him. a name. <laughs> um. So hey, uh, why why you're uh, here, Adam? Why don't you give a shout out for the Night at the Red Museum? We talked to you up a little bit oh, before we yeah. called you, but uh, we we've been yeah. talking about your project you've had a few times on the show yeah uh, we're give, big fans yeah. big fans of you oh for the people in the sacramento region give us a give us your uh, elevator pitch for red museum yeah, yeah. or for the movie night yeah yeah or anything really uh, no, i mean gas it up yeah. i mean <laughs> like i don't know if it's ever gonna happen again honestly um that's true <laughs> Don't with, say that. It hasn't happened in a while. Going on. We're gonna zoom, Don't say yeah. that. Red Museum Zoom call. Don't worry, right. listeners. Don't worry. It's I know, going to happen eventually. I know no, you, it's going. You've been trying to do uh, like a like an online streaming like uh, Red Museum movie night. Um, yeah, I, I went through some various different um, like streaming platforms and stuff, and uh-huh. YouTube blocked me uh, like almost automatically. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, because it's copywritten material. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, and then I, I tried out one with you, Joseph. Yeah, but that was like everybody like had weird, to have the. You got to have the movie. Yeah, yeah. you have to oh, actually, wow. actually have the movie. Yeah, exactly. there's one on Facebook that might work, but okay. Oh know. yeah, the messenger rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, so I mean, it, it's gonna. I mean, I I wouldn't say it's never gonna happen. Like I I, I will, I will give you all of my savings to make it happen again. <laughs> I, I, I look very much for it. It was it was something I look forward to every single month when, before when, this me too. bullshit happened. Before Tyler, uh, before Tyler and I spent a lot of time hanging out together uh, outside of work. 
um, we went to the Red Museum and for Starship Troopers, and I oh yeah, yeah I got one of the one of the uh, Ghana oh, r- posters. That's right, you won that. Yeah, I won the Ghana poster. It's a it's a guy from Ghana who makes these like alternative art posters for movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like hand painted and then screen printed. It was pretty yeah. cool. And I had nowhere to put it in my house. So I gave it to Tyler and he's like, what is this? Okay. What is this? <laughs> I was so, I was so happy about it. I, I have it hanging on my wall to this day, along with the other movie posters. And that... in, re- in return, Tyler, Dude, gave, Tyler gave me a v- his VHS coffee copy for my birthday of um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which, oh, is, wow. which is one of my most prized possessions. I have it displayed yeah. prominently in my yeah. house. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, anyways, 40th anniversary. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Last Wednesday was the 40th anniversary of the best Star Wars movie to ever come out. Yeah. Um, well, you didn't like uh, the rise of uh, fucking bullshit. I am glad <laughs> we shared. Loved, Tyler I, loved it. I, I'm glad we shared the same sentiment. On Tyler that. gave it. We could go on and <laughs> hey, on Adam, about this trilogy. Adam, can you tell me how many Baby Yodas out of ten you'd give this movie? I, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> you did the setup. I, I, I blew it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's half of Baby Yoda writhing in pain after being cut in half with a lightsaber. Yeah, I'm glad he's on my side. Glad he's on my side. You know, he's a man of taste. That's true. Except for Tyler gave it the same rating me and Joseph gave it. Six Baby Yodas out of ten on his mom's podcast, The Ugly Truth. Available on iTunes and Spotify. And, and, oh, and let me preface this. I did this because, uh, for one, I was affected. And I, you know, I, 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 had, I threw a good buzz out watching that movie. And then, two, I was in front of my stepdad, who, who he loves Star Wars. I didn't want to disappoint him. Uh, you know? And he's like the he, VP of iHeartRadio. Yeah, he, he, I, I wasn't trying to disappoint him. You know, I, I gave it a more than fair rating. But then, you know, it's really refreshing to hear someone share my true my true sentiment <laughs> towards the Disney trilogy. I love it. You know, I, I didn't I don't want to laugh at a Star Wars movie. You know, it's like oh, I don't wanna I don't I don't want to go through the movie going like man, this is bad. Yeah, you kinda have but to view it objectively. Like it, it, I understand that. Yeah. It's if you were to if you were to take the Star Wars name off of the, of, of the title release it would be a very middle-range sci-fi movie. Well, it's a J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Yeah, That's like, really what it is. It's ev- just a Star Trek movie skinned as Star Wars. Every every scene had like the like the levity of like this is the most important thing that's ever been filmed. It was really <laughs> right. un- really <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> Any- yeah. Anyways, uh, one more thing before we let you go. Uh, do you do you have a movie for our listeners out there that uh, you would recommend to watch, even for us too? Oh shit! Um, off the top hmm. of your head, off the top of my head, I don't know. I mean, the, the last thing that I saw that really, really like impacted me was "It Comes at Night." Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's streaming on Netflix, I believe. It is, that's, and that's where I watched it. That's even a streaming yeah. pick. <laughs> yeah, it technically, I guess it would be. Yeah, stream pick. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's just like a viral kind of pandemic movie so be Completely prepared for that it's your expectations it's perfect, too perfect because when this, you watch yeah, when perfect you, for this time of year too yeah when you watch when you watch the trailer you think there's going to be a like monster but it's uh, or, uh, well i won't spoil it but yeah <laughs> i just i thought the marketing was a bit unfortunate it's, in that yeah. way you know like 
you go into it thinking like zombies. And then- you know, it's interesting that about this movie is that this was directed by I can't remember the director's name, but it was directed by this director who directed another movie called Krisha. Oh, Krisha! I've been meaning to watch that. Which starred, which starred an actor who. I directed in my senior thesis movie what? At, no shit. At, at the Art Institute. No shit. Yeah. Who's the actor? Um, he wasn't like a main character, but um, I think because the movie is, from what I understand, it takes place all in a house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what his character's name was, but his name is <coughs> Brian Casserly. Um, and yeah, he was the main character in my senior, uh, senior <laughs> wow. thesis film. At, That's crazy. That's really cool. Funny. Yeah, cool. right. Yeah, Brian Casterly plays Logan in Krisha, and Krisha is wow. basically the story of like kind of a mentally unstable aunt who comes back home for Thanksgiving. So yeah. L- Ellen Page's life story then. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that director he won the John Casavetis Casavelli Casavetis Award at the uh, Independent Spirit Awards. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I I watched yeah. it comes at night, Adam. I'm a. Uh, it was very good. The tone was good, and it it was w- one of the few movies I've seen that I legitimately had no idea where it was going. Like, oh yeah, you don't know what the twist is, or what if there is a twist, or if this guy's gonna survive, or his wife's gonna survive, or his kid is gonna make it, or whatever. It was, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. It oh, was yeah. good. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's gut wrenching, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been mean, yeah, meaning to watch it. Netflix. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean. Especially, hey, now is the time, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ta- you can tell uh, Joseph to not watch Lord of the Rings for a fifth time and watch it comes at night instead. Yeah, I'm a, I'm on my I'm on my marathon. <laughs> well, anyways, Adam, it was great having you on the show. Uh, we'll have you back on soon. Uh, we, we got a, a new segment in the works for uh, incorporating you on the show, and yeah, uh, we hope to have you back soon. I love that, and uh, yeah, I. I Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. It was a nice surprise when Joseph asked if I wanted to do this. So I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. You're somewhat of like a local celebrity, at least to me. (laughs) Tyler texts us every time he sees you or MC Ride downtown. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I saw Adam. He was buying diapers. (laughs) 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 He's at Sandwich Spot again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Good talking to you, buddy. Um, Yeah. and, And as far as like, movie night's concerned i'm hoping it comes back um it will but i mean you know we'll see i've got a long backlog of stuff to show so i know you we could go for a long time we sure could we were about to watch uh spring summer fall winter spring or uh that was the name of the movie right yeah 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 that was gonna be a good one uh korean movie can i humbly change of pace can i humbly suggest uh, adam Put this in your little brain uh, canon of, of a little hopper of ideas or movies to watch. Uh, Tremors. Ooh. Love, love Tremors. I just watched it recently. It was One a flick. Greatest it, action. It was a, it was a streaming yeah. pick from about three, four weeks ago. It's uh, very fun. Yeah. I rewatched it and it's, it stands up. Oh, yeah. I love Tremors. Um, I'll, I'll, maybe we'll watch the tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All we'll right, we'll yeah, talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks. thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. All right. See you later. Later. Bye. Big fan. Of All that right, guy. big fan of that. Good guy. times. So, well, I think it. Uh, it's a good a segue. Easy transition into streaming picks. Yeah, so we'll get through our streaming picks quickly. Yeah, we we kind of we. 
gone uh, off the rails of how much you guys dislike the dis- the greasy oh, strangler. Oh yeah, so solidifying the saga of the greasy strangler. Uh, no one likes it. Nobody likes it except, except Tyler. for me, which um, is not surprising. Do please though, I I, <laughs> gar- I I urge our audience that is bold enough to take the challenge on to watch this terrible movie and please send us an email what, yeah, you, right. what your thoughts were and are you in t- camp uh, Tyler camp or are you in the rest of the world camp <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so uh you know we need we need to get we need to get a theme song for our streaming picks i don't know we need a theme is. song for everything <laughs> that's true we need a theme, uh, theme song for streaming picks and the wheel yeah so and for adam yeah, that's <laughs> true. That, that is true um adam's plops pending approval <laughs> title plops. i like it yeah <laughs> all right so uh, i'll start off uh, the streaming uh, picks uh so mine is uh it's basic uh it's a basic streaming pick it's nothing it's you basic bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm feeling i was feeling really basic bitchy <laughs> strap but... on your uggs and get up your pumpkin spice latte <laughs> well that that, that kind of goes with the mood of this movie actually it's a streaming on netflix it uh-huh. is uh the social network oh um, yeah it's so good. it's good it, it's a it's a phenomenal movie uh trent reznor does a very good job at scoring it and yeah. uh, david fincher directs this movie i think i think trent reznor is becoming a uh Composer go to for for David Fincher. It's either it's him, which is not surprising. It's either him, John Williams, Danny Elfman. Um, what's the dude's name from all the Nolan's movies? Oh, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Or yeah, or uh, Trent Reznor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm sure if you're listening to the show, you might have heard of the Social Network. But it, uh, for those who, uh, of you who have not listened or I've listened to this. I don't know how network. you wouldn't have heard of this movie. Uh, watch the Social Network. It stars Jesse Eisenberg. It's got Justin and, uh, Timberlake. Justin in it. Timberlake as the founder of uh, what Friendster, Friendster or something yeah, like Napster, yeah. Napster, yeah, Napster. Yeah, you guys remember that. And uh, Andrew Andrew <laughs> uh, Garfield's in it as well. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, basically the origin story of Facebook, which. You know, at first, I didn't want to watch this movie. Like, I was just like, oh, this seems way too pretentious. Like, I'm not going to be into it. And then, <laughs> you know, one night I was affected, and I was uh, scrolling through uh, movies to watch as I do at night, and I saw The Social Network, and I was like, okay, I, you know what? I'm going to watch it. You it's know? either X-Files movie again or The Social Network. Uh, that, that's true. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and so... I watched it and I was blown away by it. Like I've seen it like three times. Yeah, it's really good. so good. And I mean, the the only familiarity I have with Justin Timberlake was uh, that uh, brother's movie. You remember, like his like brother like gets like kidnapped in that one movie. I can't remember. It's like two brothers it's called or... Alpha, Alpha Dog. Alpha oh, Dog. That's yeah, Emil Hirsch. Yeah, and, yeah, with the Emil uh, Hirsch. Anton Yelkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Yelkin or Yelchin? Yelchin. I was thinking of Alpha Dog the whole time, which is. Uh, it's not oh it's okay it's not great but and i was just alpha dog while you're watching this well in the beginning okay. when i first when i first <laughs> well, heard it i have a quick side note i've seen alpha dogs and the only one scene that sticks out <laughs> to me that i remember mm-hmm. is the drowning scene is like near the end when email hirsch is like getting his dick sucked <laughs> and it's like it's like this weird tracking shot where it's like he looks like he's why like, is that the only one i don't know it's the only one i remember sucking scene and and him and them shooting Anton <laughs> Yelkin so in the grave um it was so shocking to joseph um where he like he's like looking 
it, like he did i can't remember what he did. he did he did something bad and then he's like in this like motel room and then this camera's just like like tracking slowly onto his face like zooming in <laughs> and then uh, like he's thinking about something else and this the uh woman is under the sheet mm-hmm. and then like she's like it's not working or something like that and <laughs> your dick isn't oh, working she says she says something to him that is like insulting and then he goes suck my dick bitch and he's like i tried and then she leaves oh my gosh <laughs> what <laughs> poor, uh, poor anton yelchin yeah there's really nothing much more to say about the social that network. was email hirsch who said that oh, uh, yeah, okay. yeah which i love emil hirsch he, he's he's great in great, almost all of the movies greatest role seen. speed racer oh yeah he was in, in the wachowski sisters yeah movie. which I, I would, into I, the wild i would say into the wild was probably his best role hmm <laughs> Whenever you hear the name Email Hirsch, and everybody only thinks of the girl next door. I, I've, nev- I've never heard the name Email Hirsch. <laughs> when was the last time that you heard the, the name Email Hirsch? T- this episode. That's right. Oh come on! I've always called it right. Neil. <laughs> so, anyways, listeners, uh, if you want to watch a very visually striking movie with a great score, uh, check out Social Network. It's on Netflix. Not starring Email Hirsch. <laughs> yeah, co-starring. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. He's Justin not in Timberlake, who was in a Justin, movie with Email Hirsch. It's Justin Timberlake, Star, starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg, aka Lex Luthor from Justice League. Uh, that terrible. Choice. And BVS. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph, uh, what's what's your stream pick this week? So this is a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. It's when I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was not into it at all. But it was mm-hmm. this was in that was in 2013. Um, I was a different person, um, <laughs> but this is a movie. Uh, it's streaming on Netflix. It is called Mud. Oh, Mud! Mud, starring Matthew McConaughey and uh, one young uh, uh, kid actor who was the lead in Ready Player One, and he's been in a, quite a few movies actually. But he, this was like almost like his like beginning of his career of this kid. Um, so this movie, Mud, is about two boys, um, probably like eighth grade, like going into high school age mm-hmm. in okay. in the South, uh, Mississippi to be specific, um, who f- who are who live on the river. One of them lives on the river and they take a boat out to this island and they discover this other boat that's stuck in a tree and they're just like kind of looking around and they it's like a coming of age movie yeah or kind of it's kind of like huck finn it's it's that's com- what i was thinking it's yeah. sort of a coming of age story just because of the age of the characters um and then they they stumble upon uh, matthew mcconaughey's character oh i remember i remember whose name now. whose name is mud that's right and he is a fugitive um and you kind of don't really know why you could it, say it's a sequel to shawshank <laughs> Uh, sure. You want to, so. <laughs> and and it's kind of just uh, this kid who kind of finds a connection between him and in mud, and they they sort of help each other out. And he's helping the kid is helping mud mm-hmm. uh, track down his his lover, uh, played by Reese Witherspoon, um, character named Juniper. Juniper. Um, and I was I was waiting for Shea Wiggum to pop up in this movie. <laughs> this, would have, this would have been the perfect movie yeah, for Shea right. Wiggum to to play in. And um, it's very good. Very, um, it's a. I, I was expecting a lot more like 
uncomfortable or like more violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very like a, a very wholesome, almost like mob movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I didn't I didn't catch the very ending of it. I think I fell asleep, mm-hmm. which is not a good endorsement for the movie. But it was, <laughs> it was a good movie. I yeah, it, it. it it is good. It is a Conaghy's got chops. Yeah, it is a definite stream pick. It is. I think this is this fits under the perfect definition of whatever stream pick is. Um, not a movie maybe worth talking about, but definitely a movie worth watching. Yeah. Um, no, it kind of reminds me of that one movie where he plays another bum on the beach. Uh, fuck, I can't remember what the uh, name what, was. What's it? Oh, hold on. What's it called? What's it, it called? Well, uh, for our listeners, bum, you, bum beach. Is it bum beach? Bum beach. Beach bum. I, I don't know. <laughs> bum diggity. It's bum beach. It's beach bum. It, it's called beach bum. The beach. Really? It's called the beach bum. Oh, it's okay. a Harmony Corinne movie for yeah. Christ's sake. Oh. Of, of kids' fame and gummo. That's um, right. It's that's, all coming together. Yeah, it it yeah. all comes back. Six in a degrees full of circle. separation. <laughs> um, anyway, Justin uh, Timberlake in the mix. So this movie was directed by Jeff Nichols, um, a director that I, I am very interested in. Uh, seeing what else he makes because he also made a movie that I really enjoy called Take Shelter um, that I've mentioned before. Uh, I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was They Look Like People. Pretty early on, yeah. They Look Like People um, because it was a similar like what is real, what isn't Mm -hmm. um, starring Michael Shannon. And Michael Shannon is in Mud, but he plays sort of a side character. Mm. Um, But All these references. Michael Shannon stars in Take Shelter, um, which is not unfortunately streaming anywhere. Um, But I would highly... Highly recommend that movie. It is very good. Take shelter. Take shelter better than mud. Uh, I yes. It's more emotional, <laughs> um, than this movie. Sure. Even makes... though the even though the kid actor is really good at playing his age and playing, you know, it's always it's always always amazing. It's always that. it's, it's like, always hey, kid. Just act like yourself, but read these lines. It's always amazing when a kid is able to cry on command. You yeah. Know, it's like in. I don't know. So many other movies that watch, uh, watch, uh, freaks. I'm going to keep saying that watch freaks. The, yeah. The kid actor that was one of the best kid actors I've seen in years. Yeah. But mud streaming on Netflix. All uh, right. My only pick. All right. It tangentially related to mud. If, if you like this feeling of that movie and you want McConaughey as a lead, watch a movie called killer Joe streaming on Hulu right now, <laughs> 2011, um, starring get this, that's me, Conahay, and Emil Hirsch. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! All right. Uh, also, Thomas Hayden Church and Gina Gershon and Juno Temple, who I think Juno Temple is probably the main focus of this movie, but that's not wasn't my streaming pick. That was I a just, part. Of, that was a part of her. That contract. wasn't your streaming pick. That wasn't Killer my streaming. Oh. That wasn't my streaming pick. Just, when you brought up Mud, I always think of Killer Joe when I think of Mud. That is streaming, though. It is on Hulu. Um, <laughs> now, the movie I wanted to talk about is uh, kind of a small, a lesser known movie. Um, I wouldn't have heard about this if it wasn't for a uh, Facebook page, page that I follow. Another podcast I listen to called Cinematics, and there's a uh, um, uh, uh, another gentleman on the Facebook fi- uh, group there on Facebook uh, for Cinematics named Andrew, and he recommended this movie called Tragedy Girls from 2017. Um, smaller budget movie. Very is this about the murderous teenage girls or something. Yes, yes. Oh my god! This is streaming on Hulu, and the tone is everything in this movie. Um, a lot of very very fun cuts, a lot of great camera movements, and interesting takes and interesting cuts. Um, 
it's it's basically two young girls. They're seniors in high school, mm-hmm. and they live in a small town. And there's a killer on the loose in their town. And within the first ten minutes of the movie, it's so it's not a spoiler. They capture this killer, and they're like like hard candy almost. Well, nah, not really. Yeah, they they they, they <laughs> capture the killer premise. played by um, Kevin Durant. The goo- Kevin Durant Durand. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Durant, Durant. <laughs> basketball t- player, ties into this. Uh, it was ties his into, actor debut. Yeah, ties into this podcast because he was the uh, dickhead uh, goon from Three Ten to Yuma that gets stabbed in the neck by oh, okay by uh, Ben Wade. Um, oh yeah, but he the actor that plays him and he's a uh, he plays a serial killer and they tie him up and they're like, hey, we're big fans. We want we want you to do more. We wanna we wanna like partner up with you. And they have a Twitter feed called uh, Tragedy Girls, at Tragedy Girls. And their whole, like, life plan is to, like, blow up on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, for being, like, these, like, dark, kind of cute Tragedy Girls. And so they're, like, first on the scene and every death, new death in their uh, town. And some of these deaths look like accidents, so they have to kind of make them more and more extravagant and crazy. The special effects, the practical effects for the gore is fantastic. The writing is very funny. There's callbacks from like the first like three, four, five minutes of the movie, callback at the very, very end of the movie in like little bits that they don't linger on. Like they don't they don't spoon feed the audience. The writing is very, very good. And the tone is kind of like a kind of like clueless, very like fast moving, high, high energy. You know, it kind of reminds me of Jawbreaker. With, uh, uh, oh, you know what? I've seen Jawbreaker. Yeah. Where the, the group of girls killed that one girl with a jawbreaker. Like yes. they like gag her with it. That, the that candy? Kind of, yeah. yeah. They yeah, kind the of candy. Like, they gag her with a jawbreaker and they put them in the trunk of the car. And, and then, then she it, chokes on it. It goes, it like they take her out of the trunk and they're going to like let her go. And her throat is swollen <laughs> with this jawbreaker that <laughs> like got lodged in her throat and they killed her and they didn't realize it. Yeah. That, that seems like kind of the same vein. Except of, these like, girls want comedy. These they girls did it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, and um, there's um, the stakes are kind of low. You don't really ever expect that the kids are, you know, going to die or whatever. But um, the ending is surprising, and you don't know what which way it's going to go. And it's streaming on Hulu. You All could, right, you could do a hell of a lot worse on a Friday night. So this is Tragedy Girls from 2017, and it's starring two people that you may or may not recognize. Um, the two girls that play the main characters are Brianna Hildebrand, who played Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the Deadpool series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesbian character with the shaved head, yeah, who's yeah. like um, Deadpool's friend. And Alexa Ship, who plays the younger, mohawked version of Storm from the X-Men series. Oh. The, the first class? The later, yeah, first class yeah. in uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. So yeah. they're the two main character girls. They're the titular tragedy girls. I'm recovered from that. Or did yeah. she make X Files? Or X Files? <laughs> X Files on the mind. Uh, did she make X Men after Tragedy Girls, or was this? Before? Hey, when was this made? Seventeen. So I think. Okay, so it was in before. The, I think she was, that, was before. Yeah. This was about this about the time she that, was working like, multiple projects. Probably at this once. is about the time that Apocalypse came out. I think is right it? around the same time. Apocalypse came out. I think it was eighteen. I think. Well, you know, she did Apocalypse. Was that recent? I feel like I saw it a long ass time ago. Well, I mean, how long have we been on this rock? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. How long have we been on this rock? All right. Well, uh, so to wrap up the <laughs> the streaming segment portion of it all, um, there is one 
one more streaming pick. Yeah, what uh, you're gonna do another streaming pick? Well, no, it's not for me. It, it's for it's for oh uh, someone who I'm a big fan of. He's a local stand-up comedian who also ho- is a co-host of uh, Fill My Heart podcast. Uh, his mm. name is Parker Newman. Uh, we were messaging last night on Instagram. Newman. <laughs> Tell us about Fill My Heart podcast. Uh, so Phil, uh, Phil, uh, my heart is basically where they talk about episodes of Doctor Phil in a very <laughs> funny way. Uh, there's huh. a, there's a lot of great material. Is I'm a big fan of the podcast, and um, so check it out. It's on all major streaming services. Uh, anyways, so uh, Parker, Parker, he wanted to have a movie shout out. Uh, because he, he he likes the show too, and uh, he recommends Fright Night. Have you guys heard of Fright the Night? The original Fright Night. Yes, the original okay. Fright Night, uh, made the in one 1985. With, the one with Prince Humperdinck in it. Yeah, Prince Humperdinck. Yeah. Uh, Humperdinck, Humperdinck, And <laughs> who's the kid? Uh, the kid here. Line, let me. Uh, I I, for some reason, I'm picturing Sean Astin or <laughs> Elijah Wood. No, that's not it. From Re- Elijah Wood of Radio Flyer fame. Well, it doesn't oh help. I, it, of, it, of Forever Young fame. Yeah. William. The Good Son. I think it's William <laughs> Ragsdale, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the actor's name. I only seen it. He's once. a Miles Teller wannabe. He's a dollar store young Miles Teller. <laughs> yes, that's who I imagined. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a it's an incredible movie. Uh, it's not like you know. It's very like, entertaining. It's not it's lauded fun. as like a a you know great movie, but it's a classic eighties movie in every sense of the word. Neighbor is a vampire. Uh, yeah. Neighbor is a vampire, and then they have to like you know the kill vampire the vampire next door. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Parker, if you're listening, uh, that, there it is. There's your, there's your streaming. There's there your it is. one. I said sh- it. I, I said, said it. it. All right. Well, one streaming pick. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Fright Night's fantastic, but it's great. It's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's entertaining. Yeah. yeah it, it, you should watch it. It's good. It's you should good. watch it during Halloween. Yeah, that very true. Very true. And, and I might even mention it in our Halloween special, uh, in uh, months to come. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> so, um, we're going to uh, go watch Veronica now because, as I said in the beginning of the episode, we're going to do some commentary on it. So um, we're going to uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to yeah. pause, pause the podcast. And the three of us are going to wa- sit down together and watch Veronica <laughs> through the magic of editing. Almost no time will pass. And we're going to finish this episode after we watch Veronica together. Yeah. So stay tuned. Just imagine you're like near a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned, uh, and we'll be back. And we're back! <laughs> that's it. We're back. And we're, that, we're back. That's that's right, <laughs> listeners. We're back from uh, watching Veronica. And digesting, digesting it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Danzig's directorial debut. We had a full meal. Yeah. We yep. ate some brownies. Ate some brownies, ate some chow mein. Uh, I, I punched a kitten. <laughs> yep. I was so angry I had to let my finger out somewhere. <laughs> the nearest mammal. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think I think where, where we should start out first is uh, first reaction. So uh, Pete and Joseph, uh, this was your first time watching Veronica. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, how how was the experience? I, what did you guys think? Um, I wish I could go back in time. Oh come on. <laughs> How dare you? And uh and uh when uh you brought up the idea of a podcast I <laughs> <laughs> said would have said no <laughs> if I knew it would lead to watching uh Veronica. You think so? You really think so? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> 
No shit. Are you serious? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. That was my. Uh, that's, that's, how, that's how I felt. That's a strong reaction. <laughs> that is a strong. That, that is not what I was expecting. You but. know. You know. There's <laughs> okay. there, there's there's a movie high that you get at certain movies. You know. You like feeling good. But then there's sure, that's what we felt about the lighthouse. Yeah, you know, you know yes. after we first saw it, like we we're, I like for yeah. me, I was like, this is the greatest movie of the decades, and you, like you did not feel so. That there's way cer- above there's, cer- there's certain movies that give you a, the movie high, but there's also a Bizarro movie high where it's <laughs> the exact opposite feeling, um, and that's kind of how I felt. Um, after this movie was over, <laughs> after Glenn Danzig written, directed, and uh, DP'd, and DP'd, yeah. music scored, and associate and executive produced, he was DP'd all over this. Film. I, I, I think yeah. Glenn Danzig wanted a different type of DP in this too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, my reaction was that um, I was expecting it to be—I was expecting it to be bad because Tyler said it was bad, and Tyler is a Glenn Danzig. Uh, Man. S- yeah, he's a yeah, yeah, self-proclaimed Dan- Glenn, Danzig- Glenn Danzig fanboy. Yes, that is true. Yeah, and uh, and even he said it was really bad. So <laughs> I was expecting for like kind of a fun, you know, upbeat yeah. sort of fun bad movie, good bad movie. Uh, and like, I I did not I didn't get that. I got what? I got it like a I there was some parts where it was it was kind of funny, but it it didn't cross the line into like funny bad. It was like uh, there was not enough substance for it to be that. You know, in the okay. ro- in the room, there's there's so many scenes that are laughable, and there's so many like weird like alien scripted yeah. scenes that don't make <laughs> sense that a human would never write. And there there is that with this, but it's almost like a normal person, a normal person also wouldn't write this. But there's like there's only like it, it's almost like there's only six scenes in the whole movie. A regular person. And uh, yeah. the the dialogue was strange, and the whole time I kept thinking, man, I, don't, I feel kind of uncomfortable watching this in a room with two guys alone, because yeah. it's basically like a like a vampire porn. Yeah, it's um, it's a soft core. It's a mm-hmm. soft, soft core porn. Yeah, because there is no actual act of like sex or anything. It, but, but it is very sexual. But there's there's a scene where a, a, a spider threatens to anally rape a, a character. <laughs> A spider man, a spider, a man, a man spider. Yeah, it's a man spider. So that was my first impression. Um, I'm not, I'm not angry about it, but it, it was, it was, uh, it was disappointing. Unfortunately, I didn't have as good as a time as I thought I was going to. Oh well, that 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 that, that makes me sad to hear. I, I, uh, I thought it was going to be, but all right, I, that's okay. It was no, yeah, there was no. I didn't get the feeling of the room. I didn't get the uh, like Glenn Danzig poured his heart into this movie, like Tommy Wiseau did with the Room. You know, it's, ho- okay. it's Hollywood movie, Demark. Yeah. <laughs> um. <Ooh. laughs> uh, okay, so well, uh, for the listeners out there who did not listen to our commentary and who are just coming into this second half of the episode where we uh, talk about the. Uh, we we had a great discussion with Adam, who is a local celebrity of Sacramento. <laughs> and he runs the Red Museum. He runs the um, 
the movie nights of the Red Museum, which if you're from... I know this, this seems like it happened a long time ago, but to listeners, this happened literally like 12 seconds ago. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for us, this was for like, us, it was a few hours ago. The sun has gone down. We've we've taken new lovers. It's, it's, a, it's a new decade for us. Yeah, yeah so Brendan, catch up and, uh, you know, get on our level. Anyways, uh, so we, we talked to local celebrity uh, Adam who is an incredible uh, asset to the Sacramento region. And uh, we talked about uh, our streaming picks and our movie news, which it was mostly... Mo- <laughs> Why are we recapping the first half of the show? Well, because we we, 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 we cut it in half. The, 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 to, the audience, to the audience, they didn't realize it. They're well, just listening yeah. to one thing. Okay, well... <laughs> I, I, I'm just making sure that you're they, recapping it for yourself. Yeah, I, well, I guess I am. And so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about Veronica now. Okay, so um, so you guys were uh, not dis. Were, were, what did you What did you like about the movie? That's what I want to know. But you, okay. you said it was bad. It, well, it is bad. It is. It's a bad movie. And Are you mental? <laughs> more bad movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what the audience wants. It wants more bad movies from us. Um, so, uh, Veronica, uh, Danzig's directorial debut, and also his—he uh, was a cinematographer on this uh, yes. uh, movie, which was terrible as well. Yeah, the amount of like—I don't think they let the the zoom button stop like moving <laughs> throughout the entire production. I think they uh, like rubber band the button down. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe they got a defective camera and you either had to zoom in or zoom out. They got it off of Craigslist or something. And they're moving. just like, they, yeah, the, the zoom button's weird. And dance was like, Oh, well, if we can save money, I got a car, know? I got a car for free one time. And it, it was a Ford Taurus wagon, and they like Ford Taurus wagon. Yeah, it was a, it was green. We call it the grandma. That's a, that's a good description to Veronica. We really, could, we called it the grandma gro- grocery Taurus. getter, and it was a, it was green green bean, and I got it I got it because <laughs> you would drive, and when you came to a stop sign or a stoplight, it would shift itself into neutral, so you had to put it in park and then put it back in a drive to be able to go again. So it wasn't. That, this that's the this type of camera. Is this a true story? Yeah, this is this a true. true story. Oh, okay. and that's the type of camera they use for this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, so uh, listeners, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the second half of our episode. And, and for the listeners that are not listening to this, uh, get bent. This is for you. <laughs> well, you no, know, and anyone who's listening to this without listening to the commentary, you're not going to get this. Okay, so uh, Veronica Danzig's directorial debut. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's our seventh time saying that. Well, I, I gotta mention what it. a feat. You a dullard? I gotta mention. I gotta I, make I, sure I, they I know. I don't need attitude from the board. Okay. Okay. Wait, who directed uh, this? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, this it's a big deal because um, I I am a huge fan of Danzig. And when I heard that he was directing an anthology film, uh, I was very excited. I was like, oh, well, I love Danzig's aesthetic. I think that it's endearing that he takes himself so seriously. <laughs> that is um, which is a really big joke on Danzig, too, uh, on yeah. the opposite end. Uh, everyone thinks that, oh, Danzig takes himself so seriously. Like, he can't take a joke. 
So I thought mm-hmm. that Danzig directing a film would be, oh, well, you know, he, he, he's had very good. I feel he, like he's connected in the, in the music industry. Like he could have just had paired up with a DP and let him run the show and then had a had like a workshop someone else workshop the script and made a fairly decent movie yeah. he probably took 100% creative control over well, the movie well that, that that that's what i was going to say is that like if you listen to the first three Danzig res- records of his solo uh career um you can tell that uh, him and uh Ruben uh, uh Rick Ruben who uh produced the first dance like, hey, music producer. Know, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of getting off topic, but I'm giving context to what became of Veronica. So uh, Rick Rubin and Danzig got together. They directed the first three Danzig records. Uh, but I feel like he was like on a high of those three records for his whole career. Like mm-hmm. between Danzig one and three, he was just like on a high until like 2000. 17 right right in the good times yeah he, he yeah. was just from 90, riding from 97 on yeah because he had such high success i mean and from, from personal experience like i tried to purchase a an original danzig uh 1989 tour shirt which goes for $500 for an extra large, <laughs> which yeah, it, it wouldn't it, even fit me. <laughs> wouldn't even fit me. And um, so what so, happened after he, after him and Rick Rubin separated, did he make a bunch of bullshit like this movie? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, Danzig, Danzig fans, you can argue me over the internet, uh, how Danzig four and Danzig five and so on. And Danzig seven, seven, seven are great, but they're, it's he's, uh, he's like uh, Andy, Andy Barnes. Bernard from The Office when he says, you know, I wish you knew you were in the good times bef- sure. before you were out of them. Sure. <laughs> that, that's exactly... That's, that's Danzig's, it, Danzig's that, whole life has been the good times in his head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But to everybody else, they and look he, at him he, and they're he's, like, Poor He's Glenn. writing the high tale of the first three albums that he created, which, Parker, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so... <sighs> Okay, Tyler. And now, okay, so this isn't an episode of Tyler and Commies. Yeah, no, (laughs) Tyler and Commies. I I don't, I don't even want to hear that name. Can I chime in, or am I? Is that okay? I'm just trying to provide context (laughs) to the film because the context is Glenn Danzig is a punk rock singer. (laughs) If you want to say punk rock, maybe like a metal, death metal, black metal, something horror punk. Okay, horror punk, even better. He's a he's a singer. Even better. What is that supposed to be? He's a singer of the Misfits. And then he and then he went off on his own and did his own solo projects called Danzig. He's got. Well, a bunch, he did same Hain, and then got, he did. Okay, Danzig. Fair, fair enough. I'm, this I'm, isn't I'm, a Danzig episode. Well, it you're sure like as shit it. are trying to make it. Well, I'm Danzig trying episode. to make a, a context. <laughs> let me let me let me, summa, let me summarize for you, Tyler. Okay. Everyone now knows who Glenn Danzig is. <laughs> okay. So okay. He's a singer of a apparently a horror rock horror. Is that what it is horror rock? Yeah, yeah, horror punk. Horror and, punk. Okay. And. And his heyday is over, and he decided out of the blue after he's been (laughs) he's not no longer relevant to make this movie, and he's got a ton of fanboys that will watch it because they'll watch anything that Glenn Danzig makes, and he made including me, yeah, and I and I was very intrigued by the idea of him making writing and directing a movie. 
because it probably had a promise to be very bad mm-hmm. and may, but but maybe <laughs> maybe because he has so much connections in the music industry that he could parlay that into somebody that could put it in a direction okay. th- to make it successful sure and he did not so let me let me finish the context okay so so the the context is is that danzig he doesn't kid himself like he is very he's very serious he he there's no self-parody and so when he uh directed and wrote veronica it was much of a george lucas situation with the prequels where like he was surrounded by yes man and everyone was like oh this is, this is badass. Tyler's this reading really this off cool. of a piece of paper right now. He's preparing this whole statement. <laughs> it has an he's MLA got, formatted essay. He's got like four pages left of this essay. I don't... Confused, but okay. Go ahead. Uh, so, so uh, just providing context to the listeners who are not listening. It, or so much context. Who are not watching Veronica. Uh, the, the context is, is that Danzig takes himself seriously. He doesn't joke about himself. He, so. he lacks self-awareness. Exactly. He's like... It, he's, Joseph put it perfectly. He lacks self-awareness. Like, so he's like Drax from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Exa- he doesn't understand satire or yep. or hyperbole. That 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 is exactly correct. And so, with that said, he created Veronica. And, and now so, we can talk about it. And, and yeah. now we can get <laughs> no, into conversations. Start <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. So you're fond of me, lobster. <laughs> so, uh, Ver- so Tyler, why do you? You said you didn't like this movie. I watched this movie, and I was thinking, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a really good anthology movie. Like, Danzig is going to... I wouldn't even call this an anthology. Like, Well, hold on. My first (laughs) thoughts were, Danzig is going to transcend from music to film. He's like gonna he, he's gonna be like filthy Frank and turn into Joji. Oh yeah, yeah. well exactly. he's going through his Joji morphosis. Exactly, he's gonna transform to into a beautiful, from a musician, beautiful to black moth. <laughs> you know, like I I was the think- moth from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that this was gonna be this moment where he <laughs> is just not musician but an enigma <laughs> into society. But then I saw Veronica, and I was like, "Oh, I need oh. to make I need to make my two friends watch this." Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, and this then has to be was seen. It, was it after you penned your manifesto that you decided to have us watch this? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, like I, I wrote a manifesto about Danzig, and then I watched Veronica, and then I scrapped it all. You know, on my typewriter. Yeah, follow, follow us on Facebook. We're gonna post the entire manifesto. It's, 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 a, it's a PDF. It's like seven gigs. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very long. Um, it's mostly, and, it's mostly drawings. And so, <laughs> so I watch, I watch Veronica in hopes, in like, I, I, you know, in for preface, I already read the bad reviews, <laughs> and I watched, I watched the red letter media half in the bag of Veronica before, uh, before, oh, um, and I was like, oh. Oh, I, I mean, I have a very high, I have a very high regard for the opinions of uh, Jay and Mike, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it myself. And so I watched it. I, you know, I paid. I actually, I paid ten dollars to watch the movie at $10. first. Ten dollars? Yeah, Did you it, purchase it? Yeah, I per. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't purchase it like to, own to it. keep it, but I, I paid. You rented ten, the HD version. I, yeah, I paid ten dollars. <laughs> To watch the HD version, and I was like, "Oh my god, 
what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and so that that's when I my my uh my faith uh uh you know uh quivered in Danzig. <laughs> I was like what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, oh my god, Danzig can't direct a movie. And so um whoa, whoa, whoa. he did though. <laughs> he did direct a movie. He did direct He's, a movie. He it was, quote unquote directed a movie. <laughs> and so let, let let me put it this way. Uh Veronica um is a is the uh, inspi- is <laughs> written also by Glenn Danzig. Veronica is inspired by the comic book that he has funded through his uh, his mass amount of wealth from his first three albums. Do you guys see the? Do you guys see like the old Star Wars or Star Trek movies? Like the one I don't know which one it is, but the one with the whales. There's whales, and they have to save the whales or something. Oh, like that. the movies? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Star, Star Trek, Trek movies, are, and they spend like yeah. 45 minutes talking about um, galactic politics that yep. no one knows anything about, oh, and yeah. no one cares I, about I, either. I'm this really weird flashback to that uh, movie. Yeah, right that, now. That, that, <laughs> you know that, that, that abstute uh, object uh, observation. Astute observation. Astute observation. Um, I got you. Dude. Let's go over some of these symptoms of marijuana use. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so Veronica is an anthology uh, movie series, quote unquote, uh, about three vignettes uh, of uh, that don't tie, nonsensical, that don't tie nonsensical at all. Yeah, nonsensical. Uh, What's the? Let me. I'm going to ask you question. I want to ask you questions okay. about the movie, and you can answer me in how you perceive them. Okay. Uh, the third vignette <laughs> is the one where you find it's in medieval high, times. The, yeah, it's like medieval times. What's, the highest produced. Tell me this. What's the plot of that movie? What well, there's that mini movie. Well, I, I can't tell you. I, I, there's really the only thing I can tell you about the third vignette is is it's it's a there's boobs. princess boobs. Boobs. who at least two uh, boobs. Uh, drinks blood and there's nude women. I don't even see her drink blood. She just rubs she it. She rubbed face. it. She licked it. Well, she licked I mean, it, it's implied that she drinks it. Is it? it it's implied. The implication yeah, is definitely that she in the dialogue. Just has a weird sexual. The, fetish. Yeah. What's the point of the blood on her? There's, there's no point. We'll get into that. No, I'm asking this. We're into it right now. We're talking well, no, about the movie I, now. I, well, I want to get into uh, chronologically the vignettes. So um, I don't even remember what happened in the first spider, one. Spider, the, the, yeah, the girl Spider Man. The girls, it's the, man spider. The main, okay. the main character girl has eyeballs where her nipples would be. Oh yeah, and for some reason, spoiler, she's clearly a porn star in real life. Okay, so yeah, let's get and into it. And they do a terrible... <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, so 12, the, the first 30, vignette... 37 minutes yeah. in, let's get into it. So the, <laughs> the, the first vignette, as Pete has eloquently described, is that there is a woman who is uh, assumedly a stripper or a porn star hired by Glenn She's Danzig. like a model or something because she takes... There's like a photo shoot where she's with these other models. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that scene, too. I have a lot to say that's about only, that That's scene. 30 seconds into the movie. We yeah. gonna, we how gotta, long are we going to spend on each segment? <laughs> well, it, well, it's, it's going it's, it, we'll to... I don't want to spend an hour talking about this 90-minute well, we'll, movie that was... Yeah, we'll get into a dumpster it. fire. Just, just trust, just trust my direction. Do you mind? Do you mind if trust I lay down? Trust my direction. Okay. So is that what Danzig was saying to the actors? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. 
Um, We've been getting into it for 27 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so... Uh, this is why we need a timer. For, for, anyway. uh, well, that's why we need a producer, Justice, who, who <laughs> would be in the sea of producing anyway. Maybe so, go like this. Yeah. yeah. It, well, or, ha- or have a uh, sound to... Anyways, it doesn't matter. So, it doesn't sound like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay, where it was. so we're, we're that, that's where I'm moving. Of the first one. Let's okay, go. so um, <laughs> okay, so listeners, if you're still following along, <laughs> we're going into the first vignette, and Both the first vignette <laughs> is with uh, a uh, very large-breasted woman who has eyes for tits that don't really <laughs> go anywhere. There's no real points to. Them. There's no really point to it. And uh, the tears of her tits uh, fall onto a spider. Albi- the albino, it was called the albino spider of Dajet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really strange. It, it didn't even. It matter. was like an albino black widow. He got he got yeah. a uh, the v- VFX guy or person or team or whatever that did the shitty sp- rendered spider <laughs> got its own credit on the opening title sequence oh too. yeah the special efx special efx of the yeah efx spider. like not sfx efx because be danzig has to be special and he needs to have like you know something that points him into a direction that makes him special well the girl the girls are giving a guy a, a bj and he tries to take her top off much to her chagrin, terribly takes it off, and he sees her eyeballs where her nipple should be, and then, and then her, he disappears, and then he bounces for good reason, yeah. and then and then those eyeballs on her breasts te- cry like somehow, cry, somehow land on a spider that's halfway across yeah, the room, somehow. and the spider turns into a human-sized man spider with uh, uh, like six additional arms, six to, arms, six to, arms, and two legs. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's a human. Yeah, it's a guy. It's Goro from Mortal Kombat. P- pretty much. <laughs> and he threatens to, he threatens her to rape her, and then somehow he's now outside. And Oh, and by the way, they're French. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're French, but they don't speak French. No yeah, reason for it. Bad they speak, French accents. They speak English with a terrible French accent. Oh, bonjour. Oui, oui, monsieur. What is, what is happening, my petite... It was it's, almost it was almost offensive to French people. It was very offensive. It was like, like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, even, yeah, Pepe Le Pew. I don't even like really... French people, and I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> and then he threatens to anally rape another prostitute in an alleyway. In an alleyway, uh, like no, has, no, 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 no disguise weird, at all. It was he a, just comes out I into mean, an archway. The conversation like, was weird anyway. And yeah. then he mentions that he's gonna yeah anally rape her and then snap her neck. Yeah, and then he does the second one. Maybe the first one too. Well, yeah, after, yeah, maybe after. You're never quite sure. Yeah, yeah. So so you get to that point. And there's another point where like he's like in her dreams. Like she he only goes out when she's asleep. Yeah. Or something. And if and if this sounds really weird, this is as weird as it is while you're watching it. It's more weird. Yeah, when you're watching it, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's going as fast as this show is going, no, it's going through the plot. Slower, much slower. <laughs> we, I was I it, there were so many times that I I'm like well, uh, I know we were. I was through the almost to the end of the first vignette, 
And I'm like, is this whole movie over yet? <laughs> there's two, more, there's two more of these? There's two more. There's two yeah. more of these? Are they, do they get better or worse? Oh, well, they're let, all bad? Let's talk about the technical uh, uh, absurdities that come on in. Well, just technical. Yeah, just right just off of the bat. technical errors. Oh, yeah. She, she's she's walking upstairs in, a, in the scene in the first vignette, and you can see her battery pack for her mic strapped yeah. to her thigh. <laughs> yeah, like a news anchor. Yeah, and, and Tyler said in the, when we were watching it, she's not even has she has no dialogue in that scene. There's no reason yeah, for her she, to even have a mic strapped and to nobody, her. And nobody's talking. She's just walking she's upstairs. Walking upstairs. She's just walking upstairs with the mic pack. And then I, That's it, just laziness. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but while she was walking upstairs, you could see how it was a set because there was no roof to the oh, really? apartment complex. <laughs> I didn't even it, notice that. Like you can see the plywood that's Actually, covering a little it, bit it was of a, the it was a ploy to keep they, they're like how can we distract the audience from seeing that there's no roof on this set oh let's strap a mic pack to her leg and they'll be too busy looking at that well you know Danzig he was just like oh no well, the, that's ass how will, you know, the ass will distract it that's how you know that a, there was not a professional on that set whatsoever no no not at all <laughs> I mean it still harks back to the Star Wars prequels where at it least was they a, were well technically well done well yeah because the Star Wars prequels were surrounded by talented people but Veronica was t- was surrounded <laughs> by people who were who were just like uh, fanboys of Danzig, and they're just like, okay, uh, well, we have this budget. Kyle, do you know what the budget is? Actually, I was going to ask that. Uh, the budget was, uh, I think, it was close to under two million dollars. So, Joseph has some experience with short film making. You know, he you does. Know I mean, I he, mean went to, he went to film school. He, he, I mean, yes, he, yes. he, he said so, that he has experience Joseph. with someone who was in a major film recently. With mm-hmm. with just under $2 million, could you make a better movie than this? I would like with to just, think, I would with like to just think our so. friends. I would think so. I, oh, I would yeah. like to think so. Yeah, no, that, 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 they, the only with thing no, that Danzig no, had I've made com- a movie for a thousand dollars with no connections, with no connections to industry people <laughs> like Glenn has. <laughs> oh, yeah, Glenzig does. Without being able to call someone and say, uh, "Hey, this is Glenn Danzig. I need your help." Well, I am the Danzig to to your guys's group, so like, yeah, so like, I would have the good ideas, and then you guys would have the technical. I don't know. Ex- you put this movie on the wheel. Well, then you guys would have the technical expertise to say that was bullshit. So, anyway, yeah. so um, so we, this- we, we we're we're just there to call you a bullshit artist and move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, too good, man. <laughs> We should drop. We should get that drop. Honestly, bullshit artist. Yeah. <laughs> we really should. Um, so uh, we get to the first. We get through. We 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 suffered through the first vignette. Yes. Um, it, it it's 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 it a ends sl- in a uh, it's violent slogs. violent slaughter. Of oh a, yeah. Of a cop. Cops. Of an innocent spider. <laughs> three yeah, three yeah. French police with stereotypical, comical, like weird police hats. Yes, come in and fire upon this. <laughs> and spider. very, very like they, it's like it seems like they didn't really want to get in that room because the battering ram they is slightly <laughs> tapping on the door. Yeah, they're tapping on they're it. Like ah, it's not working. We <laughs> only have one disposable door to use. Yeah, and then it cuts to it, and the door's already smashed in. Yeah, and so the first vignette is a, a testament to what you're going to into this movie. A testament. And then, and then it that's goes. The, that's the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it, when you think it couldn't get any lower, you get into the second vignette, 
which is even more nonsensical, which you couldn't even think that it could have been more nonsensical. You're thinking like, oh, this was bad, but maybe this was just like, you know. Oh, you the, think that's bad? Yeah, maybe this was just like, you know, this was the first thing. Oh, no, it's bad. <laughs> it's a it's a stripper, a mystery stripper who. It's mystery woman. It's, she never, it never explained why she does this, but she. Cuts people's women's cuts woman's skin's off. face face yeah, off their so skin off their face, but she wears it onto her face, which has these very minor scars on it. And she covers she, she, while she's in well, the show. She, yeah, she she puts it on her face so she, they have nice skin or whatever. <laughs> and then when she's a stripper, she wears a fucking mask. She wears a mask and a cape. So all you can see yeah. is yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like if you're gonna go through all the trouble to kill someone, wear their face at least okay. show it off. So the I first vi- the first vignette it showed a lot of technical errors of showing the set of the plywood and the mic packs and like the bad dialogue, and then we get into the second vignette all, where all bad dialogue in this movie. Well, <laughs> in all three stories, of course. But in the second vignette, you have Glenn Danzig renting out <laughs> the a writer and director. Yeah, writer and director uh, Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Mind you, he wrote. And directed yeah, I just this want movie. to. Uh, this isn't his second movie. This I, is his first movie. <laughs> his first movie. Um, he rents out a strip club, uh, probably somewhere out in Portland or some midwestern. He's state. Telling me he doesn't own that strip club. No, he doesn't own he the owns strip. That strip no, club. no, he doesn't own it. What he does is that he knows a strip club <laughs> he, owner. He's he's yeah he's part owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know he he he's gave a partner. A, he gave a little cash to a strip club owner. All right, have it your way. <laughs> I think he owns that strip club. <laughs> and um, he had two days to record at a strip club. Like the strip I think club. They recorded the whole movie in one day. <laughs> yes, that entire movie. Um, and so the second vignette is. Uh, uh, actually, co- I, I think the second vignette change is. Change your face or change. What? A change uh, yeah. face. You, you don't remember because faces of so, change. I can't remember. You're so something. enamored by the terribleness of the movie that you, you don't shut even. Your mouth. I wasn't enamored by anything. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say you're enamored by the terribleness of the movie that you don't even remember the the vignettes that are presented in front of you. Which, by the way, the vignettes, uh, the titles are like flashed at you. They're they're yeah, they're the, not they're not like the title card that shows boom. the name of the of the new story you're about to yeah, receive exactly and it's like half a second long yeah <laughs> not even half a second long it was like a millisecond it was just like boom and so uh the the second vignette is about a, a stripper who steals faces from other women yes. who are, are, are supposedly well, for, first, no, porn stars. For, I, I, first, I don't know. To, to give her her credit, Tyler, she asks for the face first. <laughs> she does ask. And then when she cuts the face off, she says, you should have given it to me when I asked you the first time. Yeah, because, it would have been so much better, I guess, somehow. Yeah, because, you know, anyone's willing to give a face but to I mean, some it, random even broad it, in the even street. If, even if the girl said, okay, you can have my face. What then? It still sucks. You still have to cut her fucking face off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maybe she kills them first if they say yes. I'm gonna put kanka all over <laughs> all over your face so it's numb, like when you have a cavity. Yeah. Uh, so in the second vignette, it, it, it's more nonsensical. <laughs> okay. We're in the second vignette. Yeah, we yeah, get it. yeah. So <laughs> uh, if you thought this show was going on for too long, uh, watch Veronica. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So she's trying. He's trying to encapsulate the feeling of the movie. <laughs> this is in, a, in basically a, a modern art piece that we're. There, there, there's right a now. lot of. Uh, so uh, knowing the Veronica brand because it's a comic book series uh, that Glenn Danzig that nobody knows that nobody knows but Danzig <laughs> funds. Uh, there's a lot of like comic book scene like shots, you know, like really like close up to the in, like the eyes. You would see it in a panel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially with the cop scenes, which were hilarious. the The bald cop was. I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna find I'm gonna find you, mystery girl. <laughs> like like Yeah, you would see that in a like comic that book. that's a good comic book scene, but in a it film medium. It, 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 they well, already they already did that. It's called Sin City. <laughs> You're not Zack Snyder. Um I I So I, what, I what what'd you guys think of the second vignette though? Like I mean <laughs> that was the, did you think that was worse than the first one? I mean <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought that's how you felt through the whole film. I, I was, yeah. It just got more, that, str- that feeling just got stronger as each one. I, <laughs> it was like passed. a momentum. It was like yeah. a momentum. In my head, I just kept thinking. Stop it. <laughs> that's it. Enough of these games. <laughs> yeah, it, I was confused. Like, you know, I, I enjoy a good, bad movie. But like when the plot doesn't even make a like a one ounce of sense. It's, it's not hard. even. It's not enjoyable. It's like you can't even. It's like they didn't even try. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see someone's half-ass attempt at something. I want to see someone's full-ass attempt at something and miss the mark by a lot. You yes. know. And That's why w- we love Neil Breen on this show. Is yes, because he, he really puts his full he, ass he, into he everything he does. He puts his whole ass. But it he would, puts his whole ass into his projects. The I think Glenn Danzig was just like. Oh my god! I got a hold of a cinematic camera. This is what I'm. Gonna do. I gotta do something. I got. I have it for two days. I have to make something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cop, He's like, I gotta make my money back on this somehow. The cop is for some reason. Oh, I guess because she's killing women. But the cop is trying to find Mystery Girl, and he finds her. She almost kills him. Somehow he shoots her with his gun, even though she was behind him, and then she runs away. <laughs> yeah, she's like hiding in the dark, gets behind him, and then she, yeah, and then she goes to a new strip club in a new town, apparently, which looks very rem- remarkably like the old strip club. <laughs> yeah, and oh uh, yeah, he had a two day rental just, on the strip. He club. just shot it from a different angle and changed all the <laughs> all the LED lights they had in the background. And changed out the strippers. Yeah, <laughs> and and she her hair was the same. She was wearing it was a mask. all Danzig female. She was fans. wearing a mask again. She had the same pasties covering her boobs. Yeah. And she changed her name, get this, from Mystery Girl to Mysteria. So no oh, one could ever yeah. tell who she was, especially yeah. that cop, if he were to roll into that town and attend the gentleman's brunch yeah. at, at that strip club on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. So, yeah, second uh, second, uh, second vignette, zero Baby Yodas out of ten. It was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was all tits. Yeah. It, it, and there was no... It was yeah. It was it was very just in your face. I thought it was used very gratuitously. <laughs> it's like if there was if there <laughs> was a right, reason for right. the if there was a reason for the nudity, great. But I mean, besides the fact that they are strippers, which doesn't need to be the case, 
or that the chick is a well, prostitute harks, in the first it, one. It harks back to the context of Glenn Danzig where he can't yeah. make fun of himself. He, like, says, he says, write what you know, right? People yeah, say, write he, what you know. And yeah. Glenn Danzig knows himself. I know some strippers. <laughs> what? It's, it's, it, harks, it's, so the, it harks back to The only how, people I, I'm friends with are strippers <laughs> and <laughs> a couple of pirates yeah. <laughs> and a spider. Okay, so it harks back hey, to Glenn's Danzig attitude. Another where, movie with a giant spider. Yeah. Oh, that enemy. <laughs> which which uh, I could talk a lot about how no. an enemy Please is no. <laughs> connected to Veronica. No. Uh, tune into Tyler and company about so, that So, yeah, the show. movie ends with her in a different strip club, and <laughs> it just goes on and, and on. And, yeah, it just cuts away, and then you're like, okay, cool. That was an awesome story, not. Okay, so I mean, like, uh, so we're in the second vignette after third, watching the first vignette. Um, we're so, in the third vignette. Well, well yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the first two vignettes. And so... <laughs> but we're I talking wa- about the third one. Well, well not yet. <laughs> so, so I want you guys to recognize you guys the... Hear that? The sound of my soul leaving my body. <laughs> what is there more to say? Oh, come on. Okay. Get to the third one. Okay, well, hold on. I, I just want to point out the technical aspects of this movie. 20 minutes later. The zooming in and out was so jarring. It was so, so, passionate? so Why are you so passionate about this? Because it was... <laughs> it's my movie. No, the, the the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because of how jarring it was. Like, you know, the room was actually filmed like an actual film, but Veronica, it was it looked like it was a rich person who was just like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna film this badass movie with the strippers that I know in my uh, contact list on my iPhone. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused about your opinion on this because you're. You have like this reverence for Glenn Danzig and also like his his, well, movie, his I'll, movie. I'll get into my I'll get into my opinion we've, we've about. We heard all of it, but well, then, then you go, basically talk shit about it and well, you say I'll that get it's into bull, my, piece of shit. Okay, well you know, uh, which okay, okay, P. I'll get into my <laughs> opinion about Danzig and the end of this episode. Oh, but I'm gonna, can't want to recap. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but I want to point out that. The technical aspects of this movie was so jarring. Like you see, like these very unnatural zooming ins and zooming outs, and also the wipe away. Is this a feature length commentary? Is this the feature length commentary? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> the 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 wipe aways. Like it was like almost like a PowerPoint presentation. Like some of the ways that the scenes end, it was like a PowerPoint presentation. Like it would just like wipe away. And then all of a sudden you're like put into the scene and you're like, okay, uh, I guess we're into a, a man spider raping someone in the ass. Uh <laughs> We're on the first one again. <laughs> oh God, we're going backwards now. But no, I'm not going backwards. I'm just trying. We've to entered the parallel universe. <laughs> Time is going backwards. And so we we go through this atrocious filmmaking atrocity for the first two vignettes, and then we finally get into the first. Yes, the finally we third get there. Vignette. We're finally talking about we're, it. We're finally <laughs> going to the third vignette, and uh, my. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> The third vignette. All right, and 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 I am subjecting my two best friends to this movie. <laughs> it's not and, just the movie, <laughs> and, and they're just like, "What the fuck are you showing me, Tyler?" No, I was fine watching the movie. I was fine watching the movie. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you were fine about I was, it. I was but, fine. 
I was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like you were distraught a little bit in some of the scenes, especially the right th- now. In, <laughs> especially in the third vignette, Mother which. <laughs> well, that's a perfect description. Getting because- close to my edible experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story for a different show. I think we should talk about it right now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, no, I, don't, please I, no, don't, no, no, uh, we're not talking about it. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk about it. But v- uh, vignette three is the one set in medieval times. We mentioned it a little bit earlier, and the, and the woman for whatever reason handpicks her slave girl to uh, virgin to gut yeah, from tip to tail. Well, we assume they're virgins. They they don't specify she's, she like says the she, qualities. She does say she's a virgin. Oh, okay. The mom the mom who sells her off for a piece of clay or whatever. <laughs> some piece of <laughs> some doubloons. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, thank you, madam. You can have my daughter for this uh, piece of It bread. was uh, <laughs> Contessa and the drinker of blood. Or, I can't remember. Some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. no one remembers. It was that, Barefoot it, Contessa. And most was, of it was shot in uh, bad green screen with oh, even worse it was backgrounds. so bad. It was yes. so bad. And especially the, the, the uh, makeup effects were just so amateur. We have, so we have like a, a, a look-alike dollar store Gina Davis mm-hmm. dressed as <laughs> As, uh, as Maleficent mixed with uh, the chick from uh, Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, the, the color blocking was almost identical who, to... Who is uh, like some sort of... Mortal Kombat she's, Annihilation. has a fascination with blood. It's not really specified that she's like a vampire no. or anything. No. And no. so she picks these virgins and then she lines them up. Like she's at a brothel, <laughs> picking her 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 mate, like Kuzco picking his wife, and yeah, yeah. and she picks the one she picks the one that she bought most recently bought from uh, that we see get bought, uh, and she, she takes says, this one. She takes her, and then next time we see her, her her writs are slit, and she's chained up to like this weird. And of course, and, she's and, naked. And, and yeah, let she's me naked let me say in, this: in a her, pool of her of. Uh, maybe her own blood, or maybe a just tub water. of blood, a mixture and, of other people's blood. Yeah, a tub yeah. of blood. And let me say this: her wrists were cut in the wrong way for a uh, full draining of a human being. Maybe she wanted her to stay alive because she comes back in the next scene; she's still alive. Oh well, yeah, to pull now, her heart out. Okay, well now you're 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 putting da- eat your heart out, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Well, uh, well, now you're putting Danzig's uh, 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 thinking into this film. You're giving legitimacy. What? Nope. <laughs> you're just like you're just you're pointing like, out that she was alive. <laughs> oh <It> fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so the third vignette is is a, so it goes like it's it's almost ironic because the first one you could you know there there's problems with it but you could <laughs> there's some problems with it. There's, <laughs> I'm willing to forgive them. <laughs> Can you recap all the things that are wrong with the first vignette? Okay, uh, I'm not going to go through that. But the first, the first vignette, you could, you could definitely like clean up. Um, you clean up a little bit. Yeah. The second vignette, wipe it off of the film. Well, yeah. well, no, you can clean up. Extend it. the length of the other one. The first two vignettes, you can clean up to make a. Uh, you know, uh, more very, decent, decent uh, to make a. Uh, you can make a white snake music video out compre- of either one of them. Yeah, comprehendral. Uh, what? Okay, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to even say that word. Again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, you can almost make a logical sense of the first two vignettes i can kind of get there's more of a plot in those ones yeah. well it, 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 what i'm saying is you can fix those first two vignettes Maybe. but when you get to the Probably third not. what 
Okay. I want to. Well, I want to see Christopher Nolan try to recut this movie into something. <laughs> Where's the Snyder cut? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you get to the third one, though, it, although it's the best produced, it's also the most nonsensical of the, <laughs> of all of them. Yeah. Like, man, that's deep. And <laughs> so, <laughs> and so. It, it's almost a travesty that like you can't make sense of the third one because like you go through the first two and you're like okay I I know how I can make this better like when you're watching Veronica like, I wasn't it, thinking how I can make it better <laughs> oh well when I first watched it for the uh, this was the third time that I watched third it. time oh uh, oh yeah oh oh yeah no. um so yeah, I think the, you like this movie I. Uh, well, listeners, I did not like this movie. I, don't don't listen. Doesn't sound like somebody. Don't listen to my co-host. Hey, this, this is my episode, okay? So don't worry. I I did not like this movie, but what I don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I don't have bad taste. But by the third vignette, though, you're you're completely baffled by what you've seen already, and now you're watching it just to get through it all, and you're hoping to make sense of it, and. You you don't you don't make sense of it. Like, there's nothing no. to make sense of. Like the only the only thing that's redeeming about the third vignette is the, the, uh, the boobs. Well, the boobs <laughs> and uh, the costume design. No, the, it was terrible. No. It was terrible. No. Yeah, the costume design. It was, was they bought it from Spirit. Uh, well, the co- I, you know, I would argue that the costume. Yeah, design- but they t- they bought like the sixty dollar like yeah, costume. <laughs> it was better than the first two. The costume. Well, I don't, I don't remember who pointed out in the commentary. It was uh, like no costume design. They're all like, well, uh, there was costume design, but uh, I I don't know who brought out in the commentary uh, that. The chainmail was woven. Yeah, it was like it was knitted. It was I like think a, that was it. Yeah, that was you, Pete. Yeah. It, it was knitted. It was knitted <laughs> it was chain. Fa- mail. It was fabric chain mail. Fabric yeah. mail. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the end of the movie, and we're already like baffled by it. Like I'm this like disaster. I haven't learned anything new. Yeah, yeah, we're baffled by this I'm, disaster I'm of this film. At this point. We're just like, what? The, okay, okay, okay. So, what is going on? And and, and it 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 does no justice. And then we're after the third vignette ends. We're brought back to this Elvira mistress archetype who has no meaning to yeah. any of the anthology yeah, she, at you all. You didn't really need to be in there. She had no meaning at all. And uh, I just want to point out the funniest scene is in the first 30 seconds of the movie where she pokes that girl's eyes out. Yeah. And the girl is like, oh, no, not my eyes. She does scream, my eyes, not my, my eyes, not, not my, my eyes. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I would be able to say that if I had both my eyes pierced by a vampire fingers. Yeah, Take we, my life, not my eyes. We, we, we really need a drop of that. Um, okay, that shan't happen. And justice, <laughs> producer justice, should really be here to 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 reinforce our opinions on this. So, <laughs> your, your opinion, <laughs> well, all of our opinions, because uh, <laughs> we get after the third vignette and after the Elvira uh, ripoff that we uh, endure, uh, we reach the end of the movie finally. And the, uh, yeah, finally, like we're like finally, it's over, and so now <laughs> we get to the ratings of Veronica. Oh God, yes. And so, 
<laughs> oh god yes <laughs> just like this show uh, this is a specific show like finally we're at the end of the show um oh man and so uh we'll get into ratings right now uh, in initial uh, last final thoughts so um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Joseph, what was your final thoughts of witnessing Glenn Danzig's directorial debut, Erotica? Um, the same as my initial thoughts of the movie. Um, I wish I could go back in time. <laughs> um, first kill first kill Hitler, then cancel this podcast. Yeah. Kill Hitler. <laughs> um, ratings for this movie. This is... Uh, yeah. I, I, is this even like a, a take on the scale... Uh, it's yeah, like you, this is a one, one, one out of five. I could, if I mean, if I could go, you if, can go, you can do anything you want. If I do z- between zero and five, yeah, that's a rating. this is like a point five out of five. Well, the, you did the same rating for another half movie a cra- I get about yeah, he's never done a half star. I give it a half, half a point five. Rate. No, that, that that was for cats. You you gave a half one. rating for. Cats. I have one. Oh, you guys uh, both said one. I said one and a half for cats. Oh well, so that was this under is a the pretense of point not five, having half. The, the yeah. point the point five rating is for the <laughs> effort of all the other crew members who had to endure <laughs> Danzig's and the actors and actresses who had to endure Danzig's presence on set. Um, <laughs> His, his overbearing presence. That's of all. Zooming in and zooming out. All I could say uh, for this. Wow. Godforsaken movie. <laughs> all right. All right. What about you, Pete? What, what, what do you give this movie? First of all, this is Glenn Danzig's first movie he ever wrote or directed. <laughs> so I just want everyone to know that. Um,. I thought of a list of things that I'd rather do than watch this movie, and I'm going to read them now. Uh, slam my finger in the door of a car. Are you kidding me? Uh, watch uh, the entire length of the movie, white noise static on full blast. <laughs> um, eat a live bat like uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, sleep through a house fire. Maybe survive? Ooh. And... Um, I felt, I felt uh, strangely sad after watching it. Like, like what have I done with my life? Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't offensively bad. Like the st- greasy strangler was. Like it, it, it didn't turn my stomach inside out. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I'm glad I have that effect on your life. <laughs> I can make you think of all these I, things that you'd rather do than watch the media that I present to you. And I will say, I will say this. I will say this. I've been through some tough times in my life. By the t- age of 24, I'd already been married and divorced with the foreclosure <laughs> under my belt. And people, people you know, I, I, I forget about that past life. I shouldn't laugh at your divorce. No, it's okay. It's okay. It was a past life. I don't even think of it as me anymore. But I think about those times and, you know, if I'm having a real conversation with someone and they're like, man, that must have been tough. You know, you know at such a young age, all that shit, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't change anything about it because it it's made, made you, me. It, it's made it, you who it, you are. It made me who I am. As cliche as that sounds, but it, it, but it was also Tyler. I'm, I'm, this is my review, (laughs) but it made me who I am. But at the same time, I learned a lot of lessons about that part of my life. I feel the same way about, uh, Veronica. It was as traumatic to me as a divorce, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't, I'm not mad that I watched it. So you are mad or you're not mad? I'm not mad because, because, 
here we are. We get to have this you this great clear, night. Watching we, Veronica we, do a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh my god! But we but we get to have this nine hour podcast that we're releasing into. The, <laughs> I know this podcast has been going since like three o'clock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, anyways, um, it, it's a it's it doesn't even register on my radar as like as the rating on the rating system. I. It's above it's, it's that. A, it's a half star, <laughs> a one that. star. It's it's bottom it's of the barrel. It's more of an experience than a rating. No, the Reese Strangler I enjoyed more than this. Cats oh. I enjoyed more than this. Yes. Oh my god! It, it just I, I like I'm I'm not joking. If you guys weren't in the room, I'd be asleep within twenty <laughs> minutes, maybe. And 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 it, if it was. And I'm talking, if I were to put myself in this headspace there, I chose to watch this on my own. <laughs> and I put this on on a Saturday afternoon after a full night's sleep. I would probably <laughs> fall asleep within 20 minutes because it's just boring. It's just not yeah. It's not good. The content is bad. It's fun. The, 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 yeah. the technical downfalls and detractors of it are the most enjoyable thing to like to watch because it's fun to make fun of that sort of thing, sure. knowing that it's so many sure. quote-unquote professionals were involved in it. And it's Schadenfreude <laughs> to you know put yourself quote unquote professional. Yeah, so so that's that's my rating. Um, watch it, don't watch it. Noodle, don't noodle. Whatever. Okay. There well, was not even no number involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. It's, it's an experience. It's on more its own rating. <laughs> it was not an experience for me. It's it's gonna be it's not a good. I will experience. remember the Greasy Strangler. I doubt I will remember this movie. Okay, well I'm let me get getting into, it as we talk. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, let me get into my rating. I I'm going to give it a a a, a gratuitous one star. Okay. What? If you said three, no, I, I I'm not gonna give it a three. It's it's not good. Okay, so. That's the thing is I love Danzig, but I only love Danzig for his Misfits, Sam Hain, and his first three Danzig albums. That's the, that's only the fandom that I have for Danzig. <laughs> you know, his he actually released a Elvis covers record, which was terrible. He released Veronica, which is which is terrible. It there there there's no defending him at this point. <laughs> At this point, there's no defending him. Like Fair after enough. all, after all the great things that he's released, you you can't defend. Well, Danzig, you washed up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. Middle it, class film class says hash, throw in the towel. Hashtag Danzig is over party. Well, it's just more like just don't surround yourself with fans. I heard it's really what it is. I heard surround yourself with people who will challenge you. Um, so uh, one star out of five. The only reason why it gets one star is because he actually put his financial like like stake his stake yeah exactly he put his financial stake into this movie which was a multi million dollar movie which was a bad idea it was it was a bad idea in <laughs> hindsight but you know he had the extra money to yeah. put in a movie. Yeah, I heard that Glenn Danzig smokes weed. Well, I don't. The know trick about is it. to have foresight. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that, but um, I was just—I was a reference to that that Facebook post where someone hacked his page and photoshopped <laughs> pictures of him smoking weed, <laughs> and he's he's staunchly against marijuana use. He's staunchly against almost everything in life. Like he he like, like fun ha- movies, ha- good movies, good movies. <laughs> he has such a controlled image, subtlety, class, tact. 
<laughs> Which is why I think this movie is the next room of our generation. No, 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 no. I feel you like don't. You don't think that? No, absolutely oh. not. No way. Doesn't even. Not even close. This oh, one. Wow. Not, this. The room is way more accessible than this movie. Well, uh, as soon as as soon as twenty five percent of your um, camera time is covered is has bare breasts in it, you lose a big <laughs> chunk of the audience too. Yeah. Well, uh, with that said, uh, I think we all have a very consensus that we did not enjoy Veronica. It's a bad movie. I think one uh, of us enjoyed it a little more than. <laughs> well, I enjoy talking about it more. Yeah, that's true. Um, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. So, I want to read that manifesto. Um, so let's get into uh, so we're next we're race choice. Yeah, so I'm erasing the animal, which was my MacGuffin on the wheel, which was Veronica. Mm. Uh, so Pete now has the space to yes. put a MacGuffin on the wheel. So uh, uh, what is it, do you have a choice, Pete? Yes, this is my wild card pick now. Um, Tyler's wild card pick is off the wheel. Joseph has a wild card pick on, so I'm going to fill that blank space. Have an extra slot, and uh, my wild card movie, which we shall not watch, is Veronica. No, it's a uh, New York <laughs> Minute with Dr. Drew and the Olsen twins. Oh, oh yeah. my god, Deanna likes that movie. I think New- Deanna, I think it's that one. Deanna, if you're listening to this, please uh, uh, search your feelings. <laughs> you know that this isn't you know good. it to be true. Yeah, Come you know on. it to be true. You like New York Minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to recap what's on the wheel here. We have Inner Space from Joseph, The Last Black Man in San Francisco from Joseph, Mac and Me, Joseph Wildcard Pick, which is a <laughs> hidden movie we don't know yet. Yep. Suspiria, the remake from Tyler. I can't wait to talk about that. Movie. The Fifth Element from Pete, The Lighthouse from Tyler, and oh, yeah. speaking of which, the uh, the Lighthouse Lamp sold for $80,000. It never changed through the original. That was the final bid. That was the final bid. Thanks, listeners, for not donating $80,000 to us to purchase this 800-pound light light lamp. The lamp went for $80,000. The lamp is 800 800 pounds, 6 feet tall, 4 feet wide. The mermaid figurine that Robert Pattinson jacks off to went for (laughs) $110,000. $110,000. That's unbelievable. That's a, that that uh, we were talking about that. I mean, Bree, you were talking about that when you posted the stuff to the Facebook, yeah. our Facebook page, and she's like, "I can't believe how much that went for." And in my head, I was kind of trying to logically deduce how that was possible. <laughs> but if you think about it, the the audience that is wants to have that gigantic lamp in their house yeah. or their pri- private collection, who even has the ability to do it would be to have it house it somewhere is very, very minuscule. Well, let me ask you this, guys. Do you, do you think the guy who purchased the mermaid figurine jacked off to it? You have to. Yeah, well, I, it's an obligation it must have at been that an, point. I mean, they must have had several of those because Robert Pattinson destroys one in the movie. Yeah, yeah maybe two. In a very, in maybe a, two. In, in a, a fit of in a cum hilar- rage. Hilarious, <laughs> cum hilarious rage. <laughs> attempt to stab a wooden figure with a knife. Is it wooden? I thought it was soap. I think it's supposed to be soap or wood or something. supposed to be soap. Uh, anyway, so Either The Lighthouse way. is my pick. By the way, don't watch The Lighthouse and take an edible. <laughs> or don't take an edible and then watch the lighthouse. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get on that on the other show. And the last um, square is ET the Extraterrestrial, which is my pick, my oh, childhood horror God, movie. I can't believe the childhood horror movie. Wait, that's <sighs> not a MacGuffin, right? That, no, that, that's you asked a... that last week too. 
Well, I, I have to. to I can't near, believe I have to watch this movie eventually. Oh, like, one of the best movies that Steven Spielberg ever made, a heartfelt tale about an alien and his childhood friend. Oh, well, you can't hey, believe you have to watch that I, piece I, of shit. I mean, Drew Barrymore's breakout performance into Hollywood. Well, we can have a whole episode of what Spielberg's greatest movie was. But uh, anyways, go on. What's Spielberg's, Spielberg's greatest movie? Well, it's Indiana Jones, of course. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel, and this is for what movie we're gonna watch next week. And here we huzzah! I, oh my god! I can't believe I'm looking this thing goes. Oh my god! Oh fuck! Oh, Suspiria! Suspiria! Oh yeah! Another time. All right, cool. So um, <laughs> this one's I, gonna be under three hours. I guarantee. Okay, it. Uh, it, well, it will be. Um, no commentary track provided. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this t- is, Tyler's gonna, we're gonna limit him to less than seven beers the next episode. <laughs> okay, so uh, to put this in perspective, I, I hope you guys watch the original Suspiria. And to our listeners, I hope you guys watch both Suspirias, the original and the remake. Because they both come into play with this review that we're going to have. Wait, so this is two movies I have to watch? Well, yeah, yeah, it is. What? I, it, well, I don't feel like we're doing that. Well, yeah, oh, okay. Well, the first Suspiria <laughs> isn't that long, okay? And, and actually, I think that you, you watched one. No. The what? I, I I think you like it. You didn't see. That's it. not the point. I'll watch it, but <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to have to watch watch it for this episode. No, I'll, you did watch it because uh, I. Uh, th- this is a callback to uh, Adam. He. I he, didn't go to the Red Museum, Suspiria. Oh, okay. Well, I did. I'm going to replace Suspiria on the wheel with. Uh, Season seven of Friends. We're gonna watch. We're gonna have to watch the entire season, the whole season. Oh God. Um, uh, Okay. So So this is the remake, right, Tyler? Yeah. This this the the review is the remake, but I highly recommend to our listeners and to uh, my uh, my good friends. It's not required, though. It's not required, but for my good friends, I I hope you guys watch the original. Is the original one streaming? Uh no, it is not. No, well, I'm not gonna watch. Well, it. well, it might be. I'll Venmo you if it's not. <laughs> um, the the original is made by Amazon Studios. It's an incredible film. It, no, the, the remake, remake is made by Amazon Studios. That's why. That's why I said. No, uh, you said the original. <laughs> you said the original. Well, okay. Uh, the original is made by Dario Argentino, which uh, you should watch that movie. Oh. It, it's amazing. I think it's Dario Argento. It's Argento. Okay, well, uh, the, the, I, the I country do. Argentino, <laughs> the male, the male version of well, I do, I do class myself as a uh, pretentious illiterate. Uh, so, uh, Suspiria, the uh, remake, is which what we are going to have the main topic of discussion about is uh, streaming on Amazon, so everyone can watch it. Everyone who has Amazon, yeah, and it's not required that you watch the original, but for you know the whole episode, it's going to. We have your IP addresses for when you download this podcast. We're going to call you and make sure you watch that damn movie <laughs> before next week. Watch the original, watch the remake, and also maybe listen to the Goblin album that they made for the original. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, the, because Go- the, Goblin by Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great album uh, by Tyler the Creator. But uh, not, we not related to Suspiria. Not related to Suspiria. Please watch the five-hour director's recut of, of uh, Veronica. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you and Danzig would make good friends. We probably would. We probably would. <laughs> I, I uh, so um, <laughs> uh, we're reviewing the remake of Suspiria next week. Uh, it's an incredible film. Uh, it holds up even if you don't watch the original, although it calls back to the original. Uh, it's going to be a great episode. Let's get the fuck it's out gonna, of here. It's going to be a great episode. So let's get let's get out of here. Uh, you know, <laughs> follow well, I'll, us I'll, on Facebook. I'll wrap, I'll wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> you know, take, the, take the lead Thank on you. this. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast. Send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. Follow Tyler on Instagram. Tell him how much you love this extended director's cut of this episode uh, at Middle Class Film Class on oh. Instagram. And uh, check us out on YouTube. If you don't have access to a podcast player at your work or home, uh, we have all the episodes uploading as we speak in the archives. So, That's true. Yes. Yeah. Please send your mail and your recommendations and expect more from Adam in the future. And, yeah. Uh, Adam yeah. Flops. Hey. Adam Flops, a working title. <laughs> and uh, until next time when we watch Suspiria, see you later. Yeah, see you later, guys. See ya. You shut your mouth. I wasn't enamored about anything.